What's up, guys? Welcome to Winnipeg's Finest, the podcast where we get personal with notable Winnipeggers. If you haven't been with us before, here's what you've missed. Which is like even more trippy to think because the particles act differently when they're observed, mm-hmm. which means they know they're being watched. <laughs> like what? Who would win the lions or the sun? Who would win in a fight? Or the sun? Yeah. Like the sun. The yeah, sun. The sun. How's it gonna win? It'll burn them. It has no hands. It can't, it fight. can't fight. <laughs> hey, Mr. Professor, Professor, look at me making money. What? Oh, fuck Call God. campus security. <laughs> Get this drunk homeless Get this person out. dude out of here. Thank you so, so much to the fans who continue to support. You guys are awesome. We love you like crazy. This is why we love podcasting. This is why we love bringing you guys episodes. Please remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening. Remember to follow us on social media at WPGS Finest Pod on Instagram. And make sure you're staying posted and telling people about the podcast. We appreciate and love the support you give us. So just know that it lifts us up so much and we're very grateful. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of Winnipeg's Finest. Today's guest is rapper Max Wins. Great guy, honestly. Uh, we've been in touch for a while. He's one of Kanan's good buddies. They go way back. And it was a really good time. We talked about our favorite board games. We talked about our favorite movies. We talked about the rap scene and what kind of extracurriculars can actually help progress your career and passions. That's about it. These intros are getting shorter and shorter. My good friend Eric at My Ride Auto wants to save you the hassle of going to the dealership. If you're looking to buy, sell, or trade a vehicle, tell Eric what you're looking for and he'll bring it right to your front door. For the absolute highest level of customer service match with stress-free approval and purchase, call or message Eric. Get approved today. Check out the link or the description. It'll have all his contact information. We're also sponsored by Unity Underwear, the greatest underwear on the planet. I'm currently wearing mine. It feels fantastic. I'm putting a bounty on all other underwear out there because this underwear is so amazing. The eco-friendly aspects are it takes 30 times less water to grow. It's the most renewable resource on the planet. It's made out of 95% bamboo, 5% spandex, natural fabric, no pesticides to grow or fertilizers. It's super soft and durable, odorless, moisture wicking, hypoallergenic, and thermoregulating. If you use our code WPGSFINEST, you get 20% off all purchases there. So also hit up that in the description below as well. And we're also brought to you by Jellyfish Float Spot. Best place in Winnipeg to experience float therapy, where you line a pod full of shallow water and a thousand pounds of Epsom salts. Have any more questions? Visit their Instagram page also in our description below. And if you use our code WPGSFINEST, you get 15% off all float purchases there. And here we go. We're going to bring you the episode with Max Wins. I can't imagine what it would be like if I accidentally killed a guest because I ate a peanut butter granola bar. <laughs> just asking too late. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I it's like, as you eat your mouth, like, are you allergic to peanut butter? <laughs> I asked way too late. <laughs> I was like, after I was completely done, did not wash my hands either. I was just like, yeah, by the way, am I going to kill you in the yeah, next 10 minutes later? You just yeah. ask me the question. It's like, uh, yeah. yeah. You're like freaking out and like on the floor. I'm like, shit. I, uh, <laughs> I don't have my bed. <laughs> are we, are we foozy tubing this? Or are we just letting it roll? Just watch if you die. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, get, it on, get it on the snap. <laughs> Change my name to Bueno22. <laughs> uh, yeah, but well, we are sitting here in the new year with the Monopoly champion, Kanan Ling. Yep. 
Yeah. How did you even win? You uh, I got second place. Wow. That's... I got second place. <laughs> I know. I was so choked. He like came out to the wire too because it was not even it, worth it. I know. Kano, I was Kano so was pissed. Late to the studio. <laughs> He's like, sorry, man. I was up till four thirty last night playing Monopoly. You have no. Dude, <laughs> it's like it's probably my favorite game right now. Yeah, like, I ain't <laughs> no cap. You better have won. <laughs> Dude, I was close. He's like literally came down to like whoever lands on like the next person's like square and like wins. Oh, and man. I just like had a shitty roll and I had to pay my homie like twelve hundred. I'm like. I'm not gonna sit here and mortgage all my shit and like make trades like I'm I'm bankrupting. You're like, yeah, no, good job. No, no. It's like they're like it's too fucking late for this. Don't don't do this. I'm like, yeah, we're done. I'm like, I'm gonna sleep. Kane plays Monopoly for seven hours straight, then goes and tweets. I don't know how you'll do nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it was literally a three hour game. Like I started so it's fucking early. Yeah, like, dude, Monopoly's not a quick game. I know it's not over in like oh, fifty minutes. Usually yeah. like we can get it done in like an hour and a half, two hours, but like it was Fuck, we stretched that game out. Like, you it was guys are rough. Fiending. It's, it's yeah. Take Yo, it I out. haven't played Monopoly in like a minute, bro. Like, bro, it's five bucks on Xbox. <laughs> hop oh, on. Yeah, hop on. Oh, oh, you're playing on Xbox? Oh, yeah, bro. I thought like, you were like, No, 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 no. No, no, no. On Xbox, bro. It's, yes. oh, it's so dope right now. Yeah. Here's my, crazy. I should have known it was electronic because here's my rule of thumb. When people say, like, oh, I'm going to go mortgage all my shit and trade pieces, I'm like, okay, this motherfucker's been playing online. This is the biggest nerd shit ever. When I had, oh, I still have my iPod Nano, but when the colors worked and you could tell what you were doing on the screen, I used to have Monopoly on it, and I would fucking ball out on Monopoly <laughs> all day, every day, just playing Monopoly every day, and I, I became pretty good at it, but it takes a while, man. Oh, definitely. I haven't played Monopoly in probably like five five to ten years. Monopoly is like, easily my kid, favorite bro. board game, man. I, easily. Yeah. I think the last time I played it was, uh, it was like the newer version. It wasn't with the cash. It was oh, with like yeah. the credit cards. Oh, oh yeah. I had like Monopoly yeah. credit oh, cards. Yeah, yeah, Monopoly City or whatever it was. Yeah. No, yeah. I think that was after. It was like oh, Monopoly okay. with the cards was first. Oh, okay. And then Monopoly City came after. There's a ton of different Monopoly. Yo, I didn't even know that, bro. I thought there was only one version of Monopoly. No, bro. Like, <laughs> no. they do a bunch of shit. There's like a special cheating version. Like, who tries to cheat the most in Monopoly? Oh, damn. Yeah. I'd be good at that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked, man. Yeah. But Canon's uh, gonna go put real estate mogul in his Instagram bio. <laughs> yeah, straight up though, like Monopoly Master. That's my that's my new Twitter name. Yeah, just bought a brand new mansion on Broadway Street, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> Got the boardwalk pitches. Canon does a lap around the Prairie Three Sixty. Like, Where's my two hundred dollars, fuckers? <laughs> Quite literally, honestly, man. Dude, I will like wash anyone in Monopoly. I am confident of that. Okay, we'll have to play so I can kick your ass, and no, then we can not come back. Not I haven't played that, yo. Like that's what we should do on the show right now. Let's just get a three man game and <laughs> Monopoly so hour with Max Wick. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask about music at all. <laughs> Monopoly. Monopoly. Just Monopoly, yeah, bro. We, uh, we decide to play Monopoly and rope this guy in. <laughs> we just needed a we just dope. needed a third. That's it. Yeah, yeah we, we need a play by play. Yeah, so I got the race car. Canaan's uh, the boot. I am the boot. That's my. You know, that's you the. Get all your guests that you get from like this year, and then bring them all together and have a game of Monopoly, and we all play each other. That'd be hard. I think cool. the max is four players, not I'm eighty. I'm calling that though. <laughs> Five players is like oh, a eighty. Yeah, game. no doubt. Yeah. Eh? Have like we get have a bunch of mini games. Oh yeah. If we get like a bunch of different. If we get like our top, I feel like if we got like yeah, all like of our top. Yeah, like a huge. That would be a fucking hilarious hundredth episode. That'd be dope. If we get like all of our top, like all of our top fucking. And then like, get them to like interview each other or something. Yeah, we'll just get do like a fucking do, like, like round table yo. Or you guys like walk around and like start asking people questions with your mic, be all like yo blah blah blah, blah and then whoever's playing at that game, they start. Talking this sounds great in theory, but like real talk about ten minutes in, somebody <laughs> somebody's <laughs> gonna get so pissed. Yeah. They're gonna land. 
They're gonna like so land on the getting flipped, yo. <laughs> they're just gonna like land on no spaces. They're gonna get community chests and like bang everyone, and they're gonna be like, "Fuck!" <laughs> dude, the amount of times I almost snap my controller, like fucking work, dude. Fuck community chests. That should send you to boardwalk at like the worst time when someone has like a hotel on that shit. And yeah. They're like, "Yo, go to boardwalk." I'm like, fuck you. I have like two hundred dollars. Ten dollars. Guys, you gotta go to boardwalk. And this person, it's like um, a special kind of monopoly. They've built a fucking mansion and a fourplex on the property and yeah. they're like oh uh, rent is uh, 30 mil <laughs> looks like you have to go fuck yourself big boy <laughs> oh jeez that's oh. yeah it'd be, and then we'd have to like we'd tell everybody we ranked them in uh, in like a March Madness style but the number one seeds are the people we liked best yeah and, uh, and the worst seeds are the people we hated <laughs> but don't actually do that just see what happens put random people yeah. in random places See what happens? That'd be fire. That's that would be pretty funny. You should just host a Monopoly tournament. I oh, feel definitely, like. bro. You That's get a lot of people coming, especially if you're like doing real money or something. Be like, yeah. yo, put up 50 bucks, put up 100 bucks. All of us, like, everyone like pays like a $10 entry and the winner gets that. Ooh, that'd Ooh. be... You know how uh, Eric Olick started hip-hop Winnipeg? Hip-hop karaoke yeah, Karaoke, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fire. We That's do. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so him? I want to check yeah. that out, yo. I That's dope, there, actually. Yeah. It's, it's, uh... <laughs> you can just, like, play your... Yeah, play my song. Yeah, play my song. <laughs> 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 I know this one. <laughs> That's like, uh, when people are playing pickup or 21 or, like, American in the gym and then the ball team comes in, like, yeah, let us play and just dominates everybody. Everyone's like, fuck you, man. Yeah, get him out of here, yo. <laughs> there was one guy, though, at the hip-hop karaoke. He did a deep dive on a bunch of like Winnipeg rappers okay. and because the lyrics aren't up on like genius or shit he typed out their lyrics he listened oh, to it damn. typed down a bunch yeah he went fucking balls to that's the wall out, yo. That's and then out. he rapped and he killed it yeah but like those are kind of events have you so, been there like, no I haven't oh you haven't okay yeah, but I've just seen the page yet. I've been following okay. them actually pretty closely I think those are the kind of things that like we that's really what I fuck with. You. That like on. brings the city together. Absolutely. Like, yeah, that's what people don't see in the city that exactly, makes it fun, bro. right? No, like, for real. And I barely like even go out to that type of shit. But I want to get like myself out more because I like to lock myself in with like my producers and myself, and it's like just us three, and like yeah, we just do our thing, and that's it. That's yeah. good though, grinding yeah. it out. And that's... exactly, bro. Keep the keep the circle small. But at the same time, it's like I need to go out there, and I need to fucking new year, new decade, right? Like, yeah, something people. like a uh, hip hop karaoke Winnipeg is perfect for you. Somebody like you, excuse me, sorry, because uh, because you're actually working on your craft. Most Even if you just go there to rap uh, the real Slim Shady. Oh, bro, that'd be fine, yo. <laughs> drop, drop it like it's hot or something. Like, like, Snoop, that'd be dope, bro. And just say hi to people. <laughs> exactly, out there. Bro. That's exactly. furthering your brand. You're having fun. And it's in a hip-hop setting, so you're taking in the culture. Exactly, bro. Yeah, people need to see your face more. Like, that's what mm -hmm. I'm realizing yeah. like, this year. Like, you can post whatever you want on the internet and Instagram and all that shit, but it's like, people need to see who yeah, you, you are. You gotta and, be like, out there. Yeah, exactly. They need to, yeah, they need to see you because... You need people to fall in love with your personality and not just your music because yeah. they can like your music, but it's like, do they like you? Are they invested in you? Yeah. Or if they're not, then... You Give know. them a reason to. Exactly, exactly bro. Exactly. Give interruption, Kane. You said World War Three memes and I want to show you one. <laughs> We're not I saw this one. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Hold on. This is the second one I saw. I'm, I'm sure it's pretty basic, but maybe. But like, was it? fuck, a lot here. Just to give you an idea, if you, if you know the young cousin. <laughs> <laughs> the most cogs... Oh. Uh, that's funny.
Just, like, just some really good ones that I've just dropped. Dude, I, mean, I was like, like, half my time last night playing Monopoly, I was like, just looking just at World War Three memes, and I was like, yeah, this is the shit. I fucking love this shit, dude. That's so funny. It's not even the best one. Like, I can literally go through my Twitter likes and show you, like, the best ones of the best. Maybe looking at people's cots. <laughs> This one, <laughs> this dude doing like the orange gestures, like the me when the military finds out my blood ain't clear. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. There, I get. I am not getting fast and listening. I smoke way too much weed. Uh, that's fucking amazing. If World War Three happens, honestly, I think it would be the most interesting war of all time. Because you know how, like, and we'll get back to music, but I don't want to. I will trust me. I don't forget about that. People listening worry. home, they're like, oh, they're actually talking about. Okay, well, they talked about Monopoly. Uh, when are we going to get here for what I came? Oh, oh from World oh, War Three comes up. Fuck! <laughs> fuck this episode. It's out the door. <laughs> but you, know, you know how, like, World War One, there was, like, trench warfare. Yeah. And then they came in the next war, and they're like, yeah, let's do trench warfare. And that lasted, like, all of a week, because it just didn't fucking work, because they had so many technological advances. Yep. World War One and World War Two were, like, what? The end of World War One, 1918. World War Two started 21 years later. Yeah. That's not that far. Now it's like 100 years later. Yeah, now shit. it's like, it's like 2020 is robots like... Robots fighting each other type shit. 80 like, years later. Dude, it's all going to be like done from like compu- super computers yeah, and bro, shit like literally. that. Literally. And like spec ops shit. It's yeah, like, there's not going to be like any like no, like base like, warfare and shit like yeah. that. It's all going to yeah. be like computers and shit. Because uh, wasn't it like the guy who uh, America just killed the other day or took out the, like the Iran leader? He was talking mad shit. He's like, oh... Uh, they're afraid of me and like they know where to find me and like the day later he was dead like dude yeah, yeah we do know where to find you like, like you'll say less so we got a great military we'll fucking kill you <laughs> <laughs> they drop all you right now yeah. <laughs> you don't even know we pull up <laughs> it's like uh, I remember watching this YouTube video when I was younger it was about this guy who's his friend was talking mad shit to another kid and the kid came up and like finally squared up to his friend he's like let's fucking go right now yeah. so the friend turns around and hands the YouTuber his glasses and as soon as he does that and turns around the kid just bow Ooh. punched him in the face like that's what it was like damn so he the Aram's just like trying to take off his glasses have yeah. a fair fight tunk yeah, punched no, like doubt, bopped right in the face like this if there was a war now it wouldn't be like oh as typical as people would think like sure there'd be troops and shit but yeah. I feel like It'd be crazy, bro. Like, it would be... To be fair, I don't even like... Know what the fuck would happen. Between, like... The guns were so shitty back then, too. Like... Yeah, well, like... People would just... Taking up way back. It would, like, you know, break halfway through every time. Real, like, man. man. True. They'd have to, like, add... I don't know. They'd add the gun emoji back. So, <laughs> <laughs> just to just throw a little green guy. Yeah. yeah. So people could get in the mood. They're like, yeah, war. Water gun emoji. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, to be fair, if, like, between, like, Canada, U.S., and, like, the and British, there's literally no fucking way anyone's gonna win that war against us three. Like, hey, oh no, every, bro, China might drop some bombs. Yeah, I mean, China, okay, no, chi- bro, like, I mean, China, 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 China like, shit, that depends bro. on like that depends on who they side with. Like, I mean, like China yeah, and like true. China and America are like pretty pretty close knit. So I mean, like, I, I feel like it, I feel like it's Korea. No, <laughs> it's, it's Korea. Korea shit like that, right? Yeah. North Korea. I don't know North Korea. Too well. <laughs> Me neither. All I know is uh, Dance Rodman went to Korea, and I hope he can like spit game for the states <laughs> and North America if that ever happens. It's, it's gonna be a shit show. Period. I honestly, I don't think it's gonna happen. It's just it's, it's all fucking. I don't games. know, bro. It might go down because they said that they're impeaching Trump, but. I don't think they're impeaching him. No, no they impeached not. him, but they're, I don't think they'll remove him. But the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. two separate processes. Yeah. Which is so. kind of stupid. I thought, like, well, like, at first I'm like, oh, yeah, like, is he gone? And then I like, actually did some research. I'm like, shit. Yeah, he's still, <laughs> still in there. Oh, he's still, like, still in there. But, uh, yeah, I think my final thing is Dennis Rodman will save us 
from World War Three. Yeah, somehow, definitely, bro. Somehow, some way. Shout out my boy Dennis. The worm. <laughs> the worm. <laughs> saving rebounds, saving lives. There he is right there. Real talk. Yeah, he's on our poster. The the, there he is right there. The savior. Hey, the Messiah. Man. Oh damn. Yeah, he should. Oh, that's been. a throwback. Yeah. I was checking that out earlier, actually, yo. That's a fire-ass picture. Well, uh, when Dennis Rodman saves the world, we'll get a new one. For the people who haven't seen what this picture looks like, it's uh, the poster of Michael Jordan hitting a shot against Utah to win the title in 97. And then when we when Dennis Rodman saves the world, we're going to like make everything <laughs> black and white, but just color in Dennis Rodman. Facts, <laughs> yo. You're going to have to color him red, though. Instead of MJ. Oh, yeah, the picture's in black and white. Fuck, this is horrible. We just need visuals. Uh, we'll, we'll just have to be less broke. We'll, okay. we'll, t- we'll post a picture on the... Yeah, we'll post a picture. And then <laughs> we'll can creep it. our Instagram. At WPGS, find us pod. Throw us a follow, please, and thanks. Uh, <laughs> music. Yo, can I hit that, bro? <laughs> of course, bro. Yo, 100%. do you... Do you smoke weed? No, I don't. Okay, do you smoke weed? Yes, sir. Oh, bro, I gotta have a blunt waiting for us in the car. Bro. I bet. <laughs> I bet, bro. I'm down, I'm down for that. Oh, Can't say no to that. I did comedy at this place called The Lit Ranch. Two weeks ago, they gave me like weed and edibles and shit oh, as payment. Yeah, it was fucked up. That's you dope. Give some to me. How My boss know? took all the edibles. Jeez. Yeah. Your bo- oh, a fucking Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. J Bone. J Bone. Stealing all my fucking edibles, shit, bro. bro. You know who Joe Budden is? You know who Joe yeah, Budden yeah, is. Yeah. Okay, so he's got a podcast, and one of his dudes, his name's Ma, but they call him J Bone because like they like try to paint him as some hood dude, but he's like. He's like, okay, so there's this guy named, so Jay-Z. Jay-Z worked with this dude named Biggs Burks, or Biggs Burke. Yeah. He was like his right-hand man type shit. And like Biggs Burke, his little brother, his name's Maul. And Maul's like homies with Joe Budden. And like when, they, and he's on Joe Budden's podcast and they call him J-Bone. So that's, that's just kind of funny. Because <laughs> every time I hear like J-Bone, yo, it just makes me laugh. Because Think of the A. Yeah, yeah bro. Like, I think yeah. of him, yo. I think of Maul. It's funny as I shit. got J-Bone from Wedding Crashers. Oh, okay. Remember the yeah, that when, movie's uh, funny, yo. That when, movie's funny. When Owen Wilson goes over to Will Ferrell's place, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, and they're talking, he's like, oh, so they finally, like, figure out that they both know uh, And he's Vince got, like, Vaughn. a robot or yeah, something. Yeah, he's got the robot <laughs> underwear, and he like, Mom, what's the meatloaf? He's like, Mom, the meatloaf, we want it now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Funny, she's bro. always doing something. I don't know. I never know what she's doing back there. <laughs> Mom, the meatloaf. Oh. Fuck. It's a classic. He like bangs a chick at his mom's house, yeah. and he's like forty-eight or some <laughs> shit. And then she leaves. Like, yeah, I got that chick at a funeral. <laughs> that movie's hilarious. That's bro. such a good movie. What's your favorite movie? My favorite. I've got okay. So Fight Club's number one. Boom, yo! Shout out Brad Pitt. But my <laughs> shout out Edward Norton. Who's that? He uh, the other dude. He played the main, oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's yeah. such a great actor, bro. That movie was crazy. He, he played the Hulk, like in yeah, the he Incredible. Was he was the Incredible Hulk in 2008. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. he was okay. the Hulk until they replaced him with Mark Buffalo. Fucking <laughs> sucks. Hey, Mark Buffalo's not a bad. I'm kidding. He's cool. He's, he's cool. He's, but, a good, he's a good Hulk. He's he plays the Hulk. <laughs> but I like love Edward Norton rationally, so they replaced my man, and now I gotta I gotta act out. Okay. No, Edward, he's a fucking great actor. He was also in uh, American History X. Oh, yo, that movie's fucked up. That yeah, he was he was the main fucked. character. He was the main character oh, in that movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Skinhead, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that movie's fucked up. I, I remember to... when I first watched that, yo, it was like 14, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I still haven't up, seen that movie bro. all the way through. Like, I get yeah, like 20 bro, minutes in, and I'm it's like, like crazy, this is too much for me. Yeah, like, you don't even want to watch it. You gotta be like in the right mindset. Honestly, I disagree. I think you should watch it. Just watch it in a good setting. Like, I know, that's exactly what I'm waiting for. I tried to watch it before I went to bed. Not a good idea. I ended up staying up like that's like a hour. That's definitely like a midday movie that you need to watch. Yeah, yeah. You need to like sit and think. When it's sunny outside. Yeah, like, close the blinds, pop some popcorn. 
you can hear some kids playing outside, so you know the world's okay. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> bro. Because it's dark, man. It's yeah. like a, it's a messed up. Movie. It's super dark, but yeah. it's it's an incredible. I think it's an incredible movie. Yeah. Like the storyline and the story, characters yeah, are really well done. Exactly. The only unrealistic thing in that movie is they play a game of pickup. It's like the skinheads versus like the black guys. And I'm not, like, racially profiling to say black people are better at basketball. All I'm saying is there's this really fat, unathletic, disgusting white guy on Edward Norton's team. Oh, yeah. And I don't care. He was uh, in Remember the Titans. Yeah, yeah, He was, like, yeah. the fat guy from Remember the Titans yeah, 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 who, like, yeah. first breaks the seal of camaraderie. Yeah. I don't give a shit how good you are at basketball. LeBron James couldn't have carried that guy to a pickup win. Yeah, like, real talk, bro. Real Edward talk. Norton's crossing dudes up, step back, J layups. Yeah, he's like, like elbowing people in the face yeah. too, bro. It's yeah. like, yo, fuck out of here. You're not carrying that team to <laughs> Yeah, real You're getting dropped. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it is 5v1 and you're going to try your best. That's the yeah, best you can do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like playing pickup in New York. Those guys aren't scrubs. Like, those guys live <laughs> for that shit. They're not getting dropped by this waste team. Yeah, Other than that, the movie's great. Yeah. And he's great in that movie. Facts. Yeah. What, what about you? you, bro? What's your favorite movie? <sighs> favorite movie? That's a tough one. I want to say Step Brothers. Ooh, that's dope. That was hilarious. That's a deadly movie. It is. Yeah, I feel like that's probably like a, at least like a, a top two for me. Yeah, I can't think of another one. Yeah, Step Brothers is a top two for me. I just like Will Ferrell and John C. Reilly. Like they're fucking best. Hell yeah, bro. I love that, that shit. That's fire. also uh, Jordan's favorite movie. Yes. Yeah. Oh, really? You love Step Brothers. Dude, Step Brothers is like such a good fucking movie. I will like hilarious. me and him have like this debate of like which it's is better. It's a pretty super it's bad, open super bad versus uh, Step Brothers. Which is Ooh, better? Bro, see that's, that's like a fifty-fifth. See that's Give such a tough me, one, me, right? Me. Like. Bro, Superbad's my favorite comedy of all time. Yo, it's, real talk. Superbad is like top two, three. It's, it's like, a top two. So good. Yeah, hundred percent. But then Step Brothers is like so stupid. Right there, it's like right up there with yeah. it, man. I think Superbad's better just because like the characters actually develop and there's an interesting like intricate plot line. Step Brothers is hilarious, but it's all slapstick. Yeah, real talk. That's like, true. No, that's fact. That's fact. Honest, like obviously, a movie that gets by on just slapstick has to be elite slapstick to survive. Yeah. And Step Brothers doesn't just survive. It. It's like upper, it's like upper it's echelon slapstick. So, so the slapstick there is fucking impeccable. Like yeah. when they're sleepwalking. It's like, why are you watching cops? Or, why are you all sweaty? I was watching cops. Yeah, when he puts his balls on the guys and he drops them. It's so yeah. funny. But Superbad actually develops the characters. And there's oh, actually, like, a theme. And you yeah. feel like you could be those kids. Yeah, exactly. You and relate the, to the, yeah. the story. The characters that. feel real. Like, exactly. when they're, like, when they're at the convenience store waiting for Fogel and they see the girl and they're like, I heard she got breast reduction surgery. And they have to go check it out. Like, yeah. they have to run down the street. It's yeah. like, that's totally something that I would do. 18-year-olds would do. something I would do. I was going to say 18-year-olds. But, yeah, if you want, you know, the shoe fits. I'm 22 and I'm still do that shit. When you watch Superbad, it's like yo I have friends that remind me of these people yes. you know what I mean like yeah it's relatable yeah and like and then Step Brothers it's like I don't have a fucking 50 year old brother that still lives with my mom you know what I mean <laughs> that's true but it's still hilarious bro yeah, yeah it's still that's movie. a tough one though I still don't know I still yeah. don't know that's I think even I think the the finisher is the opening of Superbad when they're talking about what porn site they want to subscribe <laughs> to just the dialogue is so funny where he's like yeah I think I'm gonna go for the Vagtastic Voyage he's like dude the, but your parents can see your credit card isn't that gonna be too obvious what about Perfect 10 Perfect 10 can be like a bowling site <laughs> yeah but they show like the whole vagina and like have you seen a vagina by itself not no. for me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, well, who the fuck, fuck wrote this? 
Dude, he's like he is like a quote machine. He can like literally quote anything. I just have really good memory. That's dope. Yeah. And I've seen Superbad like thirty times or some shit. That's so I, I can go off. My mom's always like doing that type of shit, like just fucking naming quotes from movies and I'm like, what? And then she's like, oh, it's from this. And I'm like, man, I ain't even seen that. Like, what are you talking about? She could be lying to you though. Like, if you she haven't seen the movie, she'd be like, oh, she'd be like, I don't know, uh, talk shit, get hit. And you'd be like, oh shit, mom, where's that from? And she's like, Titanic. And you're like, fuck, I've never seen that. <laughs> Damn, that's deep. <laughs> that's deep. <laughs> Leo should have won an Oscar for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> she's like actually it was Kate Winslet you're like oh that makes sense why Leo didn't win the Oscar <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they that line write, itself they didn't write him a good enough character what's your favorite movie yo that's tough bro my my top I don't know have you ever seen Gone Girl no I haven't no. bro you've never seen Gone though. yo my god bro tonight you guys both are, both of y'all gotta watch that shit real talk yeah dude. the the way that they wrote the story is just like insane and I'm just in love with like deadly writing you know what i mean yeah. like i like that and then like godfather one and two like if oh, you watch yeah. them back to back bro because you gotta watch it back to back yeah that's like true. bro when i remember when i first seen that because i like first watched like godfather last year because i was like sleeping mm. on it because i always heard that it was like a boring ass movie yeah so i took like seven hours out of my day and watched like one two and three and like three's three's the shittiest one yo. yeah you just gotta leave that one out <laughs> but like <clears throat> the one and two is like deadly because it's like bro you legit see like the, the beginning of the first movie starts out and it's the it's the Godfather's birthday, and they're all singing happy birthday to him, and you don't see Al Pacino in the scene. Mm-hmm. And then in the second movie, when it ends, you see where Al Pacino was in the very beginning, oh, in the shit. first scene from the first movie. He was sitting at the table because he told his uh, brothers that he wanted to go to the army, but they wanted him to become like a mobster and type shit. And he's like, no, nah, I'm going to the army. And they're all like, yo, well, what's dad going to think about that? And then they got all pissed off at him. It's just deadly, bro. It's a crazy ass story. If you ain't, if you ain't seen the Godfather, I know, uh, like, I haven't seen the Godfather, but I, I know like the iconic scene of the horse head. Oh yeah. And that's I, bro. Fucked. And I looked up like, like I became obsessed when I first seen the Godfather and I was like watching like interviews with like, yeah. like all the actors and the directors and all that stuff. And I was just looking up like facts and apparently the horse's head was like a legit horse Horse head head, and they didn't tell the actor and like they that was like his legit reaction like that's amazing that's smart though that's crazy bro because it's like legit blood like everywhere yeah i would have lost my cute i would have straight up great 100 it's like uh in the 40 year old virgin where uh steve carell (laughs) when they're waxing him (laughs) oh yeah that's not his line yeah like those are not his lines he's just losing his mind actually Yeah, what were they doing his chest? Yeah. yeah. When they yeah, were like waxing hilarious. his chest. And he's like, stop <laughs> fucking smiling. Like, that's him actually being upset. Yeah, that was that was funny. Seth Rogen had to like write the like the one-liners for him just to like frame like in the back of his head to like to keep him like clean because they had to do like his, his like rated R version and then like he had to like write like the clean version oh, okay, one. I got you. <laughs> he's like, the, I forget what it was. That like one line he like named that like actor. It's like Kelly Clarkson. He's like, that was... Hundred percent real. Like that was a real scene. That He's like, that is the first thing that came out of his mind. I was like, genius is Steve Carell, man. Yeah, like, he's a genius, funny, bro. Kind of reminds me of when Julian got sugared, and he was like, hey, he's burpy. I was like, this seems like it's like shades of the forty year old version. Right? Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> just like yelling out your crush or something like that. I yeah. Think. Oh, I was talking about this with my brother yesterday. Forty year old version is such an underrated movie. Like it's got an. I was elite. gonna say that when you guys said Step Brothers yeah. and uh, Super. It's got an like, elite cast. Oh yeah. Paul Rudd, Steve Carell, Seth Rogen. Oh, I forgot Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Yeah, bro. Elizabeth Banks is in it. Yeah, yeah. She's yo. fantastic in that movie. So Jonah Hill has like a very good. small part in that movie. Kevin yeah, he's like comes up with the shoes. Yeah, he has the like, boots. Why can't I buy these? And she's <laughs> like, you gotta buy them. Or it's like 
Could buy them on eBay. eBay, that's yeah. what yeah. I'm yeah. Buy we buy But I would like rather just buy them from you. Why are you being a bitch? You're making this hard. I want to like they're playing like all of those like uh, Judd Apatow movies out in Mexico, like oh, while yeah? I was out there. So like I was watching so all good. of them. Bro, okay. Knocked up. Another fucking like Knocked iconic yeah. fucking yeah. underrated Knocked movie. Up's great, but I think Forty Year Old Virgin is better. Even oh, yeah. Kevin Hart's in Forty Year Old Virgin. Yeah. Oh yeah. We yeah. that, that All right. With that <laughs> yeah. You're using big words on me, so I'm gonna take that as some disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, my hilarious. favorite part is how like the movie opens, and Paul Rudd walks up to their boss, and he's like, "Hey, Paula, I've been thinking about something for a long time, and I finally worked up the courage to say it, and I just want to let you know that." If you play this Michael McDonald fucking DVD one more time, I'm going to kill everybody in the store myself. And she's like, you're such a smart ass and just walks away. He's like, I'm serious. Yo, I thought it was funny, yo. Oh, my God. So good, yeah. But uh, Knocked Up's also good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Knocked Up, I think, is probably the worst of, like, the iconic Judd Apatow films, though. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. It's very good, but it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's still, hard it's, to It's the up. shittiest of the best, right? Like, Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of just, like... There's not. I don't think they developed the characters that much. No, there isn't really any. They're all the same at the end. It's I mean, Seth Rogen kind of develops a little bit. No, they do develop a little bit. A little bit. I, I just think the 40-year version is so amazing. That Agreed. It's tough to, Agreed. Yeah. Except yeah, the part. Facts, you can't top that. The part no. where they're trying to get in the club and like her sister's freaking out. Oh yeah, and Craig Robinson. Like, You're too old. <laughs> He's like, come on, I can't have a bunch of old bitches coming to my club. Yeah, <laughs> you got like, an old bitch and a pregnant bitch. I can't, even, <laughs> I can't have y'all walking up in my club. He's like, you tiny man, you. You doorman, doorman, you god, doorman, doorman. He's like, look, I'm not letting you in because I don't think you're hot. I tear that ass up. I'm not letting you in because you're old and she's pregnant. I can't have old and pregnant bitches run around the club. Like I fucking hate this job. Do you think I want? Do you think I want to be the one to decide who gets in or not? No, I want everyone in here. What's what's the line where he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm only allowed to let in uh, four and a half black people into this club. So either I gotta hope uh, Prince shows up or I gotta hope somebody's got a really short friend or something. <laughs> something along those lines. They're so funny. I hate this show. Yeah, that's some shit. Yeah. That's a great movie. All right. Okay. I'm talking the shit on business. Yeah. Back so to music. the shit. Yeah. We were, talking, we were talking about uh, the underground in Winnipeg. How long did that? 30, 30 minutes. 30 solid minutes. Of yeah, just, that's pretty good, yo. Honestly, I thought that flowed really well. So that I'm was really good. I'm pretty <laughs> proud of that. I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, but yeah. None of that. No. We're talking about... Because... Uh, Eric Olick uh, and I were talking about this on an episode once. He said, like, the underground in Winnipeg is actually very good. Yeah, most like, definitely. But the thing about the underground is, well, it's underground. Like, not many people know about it because mm. it's not in the main it's not media. Popping. Like, yeah. if you asked people what they love to do about Winnipeg, they'd probably say, oh, the Forks. Oh, I like going to the Fort Gary Hotel. Or I like going to the Exchange District. Or I like going to uh, the X when it's summer. I don't know why that was the first thing that came up to my head. <laughs> But, like, and there's nothing wrong with those places. They're great places. It's why yeah. people like going to them. But I just went you... to the X for the first time this year, actually. Or oh, last yeah? year, yeah. Was it, it was good? crazy, bro, yeah. I went on this thing where it, like, drops you straight down, and, like, man, it felt like I was, like, getting, like, sucked in my seat. Yeah. It was crazy, yo. I hated that feeling. Oh, the death cr- drop? Yeah. yeah. Those are so much fun. Drops. I love Theme those. parks are amazing. <clears throat> yeah. Theme I'm park. usually not, like, a big fan, because, like, bro, I always get, like, the butterflies and, like... I just yeah. gotta close my eyes. That's my favorite part. That's my favorite part. Yeah, that's the best part. When you get over that, finally. No, I hate it, bro. I hate it all the way through. I still do it, though, but I hate it. Like, I don't know why. But, just rather yeah. play the fucking, like, toss the ball at the Yeah, bro, the... I love that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Even the swings, though. Like, I can't do the oh, swings. Oh, really? Like, it's that bad? Yeah, yeah, okay. I get freaked out, bro. Like, 
I get I, I get shook. pretty I get I'm pretty tri- I get pretty tripped up on those fucking like it's like yo one of these chains break it's I'll gonna break bro and fuck. I'm dead yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm fucked like, there's no more tomorrow that's man. part of the thrill even so like I, I didn't go to the X this year but I went to Stonewall okay in the summer of 2019 not this year because it's two days three days old but in 2019 <laughs> I went to Stonewall to go to they had something called Quarry Days okay yeah, I know Stonewall's like yeah it's famous for its quarry and they have like this big uh, fair and they have these uh, rides brought in and everything is actually it was like a small strip of the town just a small street but the rides were dope yeah that's like, like boardwalk days right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. even like Gimli or whatever it's called i think so yeah, and then there's yeah. like the corn apple festival at morden okay which is, i'm not even gonna go into that because i'm just gonna lose my fucking mind but <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it was fun like they had a couple maybe like eight rides that were just elite yeah and that was it and we just had so much fun going on them again and again that's dope yo yeah I like the I like the little rides. Those ones are all good, you know. <laughs> yeah, like the little kitty ones. The like I can handle those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the ones that aren't up in the air. Cause the ones <laughs> that like go up in the air, that like freaks me out. Cause I don't trust people. So it's like I don't trust the dudes that put this shit together. Like what if it breaks? You know. Yeah. And flying off like. The people who let you on are always fucking with you too. They're always like, like winking at you. Yeah, like, oh, no, no, no. Like, give me a little look. I'm like, gonna kill you. One of those bolts is loose. I know. Like, you gonna die. I like when you see on like YouTube, they like throw the bolts on the fucking <laughs> yeah. like. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, when they prank people and just like toss bolts, player and they're like, oh shit. <laughs> Tracks is loose. Yeah. So yeah, I've seen too much Scooby Doo to know where this is going. <laughs> For real. For real. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think like not many people are gonna be like, oh, you know, when I go to Winnipeg, I really like go to the Handsome Daughter. Uh, sometimes they have hip hop karaoke with no screens or no words. People are just there rapping, having a good time. There's drinks. Like not many people know about that. Yeah, I think it's got real. like 600 followers <laughs> on Instagram now, but it's not something that is like a main attraction. I don't think that like Comedy Night at Wee Johnny's is something that's pulling people into the city. Even though Comedy Night at Wee Johnny's, if you haven't gone already, is fucking amazing. You know what else is amazing, Canon? What? Unity underwear. This is true. Most definitely. I'm gonna need to grab a pair, yo. Yeah. <laughs> and I have your pair. I have your three pairs. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I, I want to grab this. But yeah, they take uh, 30 times less water than regular underwear because they're made 95% out of bamboo, 5% spandex to give it a little stretch. Cozy. Eco friendly. Big facts. Yeah. Fuck Cozy as fuck. <laughs> Cozy boys. Yeah, I'm, I'm wearing mine right now. But they're so comfy and I love wearing them. I have a couple pairs. If you use our code Winnipeg's Finest, that's WPGS Finest, you get 20% off all underwear purchases. It's pretty good. And that's a pretty good fucking deal. That's and as solid. amazing as that is, like, Unity Underwear isn't pulling people into the city, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to the city. I heard their underwear is amazing. Fire. What? Yeah. You gotta go cop some. What is there to do? No fucking idea. <laughs> Just get underwear. Get underwear and leave. That's it. That's all you gotta get do. Get underwear at this guy's house and then go. Yeah, it's yeah. literally it. Well, no, he said he's selling them. Like, I saw he said he's selling them. Yeah. No, not in pop-up. I saw he said they're selling exclusively in a store. I'm pretty sure. I saw in a story. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. I forgot what store, but I remember That'd be so badass if they sold it at 441. I feel like that actually could work. He could 100%. Dude, he owns Drunk people there. Underwear? Oh, underwear is so soft, man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, bro. Just start fucking uh, selling them at the club. That'd be all good, yo. Drunk people buy anything, real talk. It's yeah. either you can pay the $10 cover, or you can buy a pair of underwear, and you get a free check. Oh, yo. Hey. Yo. That's yo, smart. Yo. Yo. No business idea. And the guys would be like, yo. They'd buy one and be like, I'm going to go fuck this girl in the... Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go change right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, are, are you going to cut a hole in them? How's that work? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, I think like there are a lot of things underground in Winnipeg. Like we were talking about this off air. The music scene here is amazing, and you yeah, know all of that. The yeah. acting. Shout scene. out all the hardworking artists in the fucking city, man. I see y'all grinding. I appreciate all the fucking love and support all y'all show me, and I'm gonna show y'all that back. Yeah. Shout out to y'all, man. Keep working. And the acting scene is incredible. But I think like I think the first thing that will become apparent is the music scene. Yeah. Right. Like, definitely. There's a lot of fucking artists and producers in the city. Like I was just like. With this uh, new producer that I've been working with. His name's G1. Shout out G1. He's uh, homies with my other producer, Ryan Lewis. So I was with them last night. And we was cooking up and like his manager came through and he was just telling me that he's been going and like sitting in studios and just like chilling and vibing and connecting with other people and stuff like that. And like there is, it's like oversaturated in the mm-hmm. city. Like not in a bad way. Some people are whack, <clears throat> but like everybody else is like fire as fuck. Like, you know, there's always going to be those people that are just doing it just because it's a trend but then yeah. there's the other people that are doing it because they fucking love this shit mm-hmm. and it's like as with, yeah, as bro, with anything like, right as with anything exactly bro because it's like once something gets big like with podcasting even like there's probably yeah. going to be people who are just dick riding and they're going to start doing podcasting because they see yeah. a lot of other people doing it and it's yeah. like they don't actually know what they're doing they're just doing it because they think it's easy yeah honestly with, with podcasting <clears throat> it's much more difficult to like jump on the trend because i was telling oh, I, was, I was talking to my friend because he's like yeah he's like Equipment's kind of expensive, oh, and yeah. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. With rapping, it's kind of like there's some themes that are uh, stereotypical, like oh, money, cash, hoes. Exactly, bro. And you, if if you know how to rhyme, like that's what most people like. I don't know, man. I don't. I only have respect for like very few artists because it's like a lot of people that I know, or not even know, just a lot of people that I see. They just rhyme words, like they're not actually like telling their story. They're not telling their truth. They're not putting their love into it. They're not putting their heart mm-hmm. into it. They're just fucking rhyming words over a beat and then mm-hmm. putting it out and yeah. then trying to make money off of it. And it's like, bro, that's not what's going to work. Like, what's going to work is you put your all into this shit and, like, giving up your life so you can fucking live, breathe, and fucking shit, like, music. Like, yeah. that's how I live, bro. That's how I live my day-to-day. Like, I wake up and breathe music. <coughs> right? That's how I start my day. But it's like, I can tell, even just by hearing other people's stuff, and it's like, yo, like... That's not real, bro. Like yeah. I, can, I can hear it just from your tone of voice, yeah. just by the way that I don't even hear pain in your voice when you rap. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, yeah. I don't hear pain. Like, and same with you guys. Like, you guys have great personalities. So you're like both like meant to do this type of shit. Oh, you thank know you. I mean? We appreciate and, that. And like, there's not a lot of people who can do that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I think one of the things is yo. Hold up and shout out Jeremy Heck. I don't know if I'm saying his last name right. It's now, absolutely correct. Do you know who that is? <laughs> yeah, we had him on our show. He is dope as fuck, and I like. He's an interviewer, but I look up to that dude, and he's from Winnipeg. Yeah. Like, I message him because I like watch his interviews, and I'm like, bro, the way that you make your guests comfortable is mm-hmm. like incredible because mm-hmm. not everybody can do that. And like, he's, same with y'all, like y'all you. do the same thing. Like, you make people comfortable, and that's how you have a great conversation. Yeah. Like, not everybody can do that shit. Yeah, that's how we. Real for real. That's what we try to do, right? Like, we had Jeremy Hecht on, awesome guy, great incredible. conversation. Yeah, he's amazing, dope. dude. He's dope. I actually went to high school with his brother for a couple okay. years. Yeah, hell yeah. And they're, they're a great. I remember. Family. I remember Jeremy when he used to rap because he used to rap, yeah. and like that's yeah. how I first heard of him. And then I saw he moved to LA, and I was like, damn, like what's he doing? Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, great he's, family. He's up great to something, people. man. He's, he's, he's working, dope. bro. Shout out like, to Jeremy, man, he's working. And uh, that's something that we look up to about him as well you know making people comfortable i think sometimes i get a little in my head about interviews where it's like okay we're talking about monopoly and world war (laughs) three and movies and 
And I'm just always trying to make sure I look over. He's like, make sure he's having a good time. Make sure the guest is like doing well. Because obviously you want to talk about music. But at the same time, if you can kind of spit some weird shit and talk about some of the things that you love and some of the things that you notice, like how you got obsessed with Godfather. Like I did the same thing when I watched Seven. I watched that movie. Ooh. And then watched it like eight times over. I just seen that shit for the first time a couple months ago. That's a dope movie. You know what really quickly is I don't want to get off topic again. Oh, wait. Yo, that's the one where... With he finds the head, bro. Yeah. He finds the head. Oh, that was Morgan crazy. Morgan Freeman, Brad Pitt, Kevin oh, Spacey. Oh, that was crazy. You know at the end of the movie when uh, when Kevin Spacey, spoiler alert, so skip yeah, forward a couple seconds. Uh, <laughs> when Kevin Spacey at the end of the movie, when Brad Pitt finally realizes that his wife's dead. Yeah. Kevin Spacey, the original line was supposed to look at Brad Pitt and be like, oh, you didn't know that she was pregnant. Like, alluding to that, like, oh, you didn't know. But what he does instead is he turns to Morgan Freeman and goes, oh, he didn't know. Yeah. To, like, alienate Pitt from the conversation. I think that was so fucking That was amazing. crazy. Yeah, bro. That was insane. So, can't have you seen that Never. Okay, fuck. We just ruined it for you. Yeah, Forget bro. everything we just said. You, you look like you were spaced out anyway. I'm, I'm always spaced out. <laughs> it is a crazy movie, bro. Like, I heard it's, like, it, a fucking insane movie. Like, 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 I've always about, like, that's one of the few movies that I'm like, it's, it's on Netflix. There's it is? A, it's okay, on I watch Netflix now. I watch it tonight. Of Brad Pitt, where he's like, "What's in the fucking box?" Oh, that's what that's from. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I it was on Netflix when I watched it a bunch of months ago. Okay. I had to bootleg it online. Oh, for real? There, there's like, there's a a trick where if you go online and you type in a movie name and then Google Drive after it in Google, you'll find somebody's bootlegged it on Google no Drive. Way. I always <laughs> just every in, single movie. I always just type in the movie name and the put lockers. Hey there, guys. My good friend Eric Perrant at My Ride Auto wants to save you the hassle of going to the dealership. If you're looking to buy, sell, or trade a vehicle, you tell Eric what you're looking for and he'll bring it right to your front door. For the absolute highest level of customer service matched with stress-free approval and purchase, call or message Eric Perrant. Get approved today. His number is 204-297-2824 or you can reach him at Perrant111 on Instagram or look him up on Facebook. Eric's a terrific guy and MyRide Auto specifically works with people who don't have very good credit and want to get approved for a car fast. Contact Eric today. Putlocker's good. Yeah. Putlocker's but good. But I, I didn't feel like dealing with Too that. Too many pop-ups on Putlocker, though. Bro, I got, like, Chromecast. You got that shit? No, I don't. Oh, bro. I've heard about that. Chromecast is fire. You, like, hook it up to your phone, download a couple apps, oh, and you shit. can just watch movies to your TV, like, straight from your phone. It's fire. Interesting. Yeah. yeah so I just... Shout I out all the fucking scammers out there that are doing <laughs> shit like that, you know? Yeah. Making a living. <laughs> you, you keep I respect y'all. You keep my NBA passions going, so I appreciate <laughs> it. NBA streams XYZ, that's that shit. Real talk. Shout out all the bootleggers. Yeah. <laughs> all the bootleggers. <laughs> fighting the power uh <laughs> yeah but like mine was on a, like a darker screen with like chinese subtitles oh, so I, I i had like flashlights over the screen with the brightness all the way up and i was like yo this is a dope movie so Damn. we're trying your hardest to focus that's and watch good, it yo, that's ghetto <laughs> that's like <laughs> you really want to fucking watch this yeah, you, you really, really want to see, see this movie shit. it was so good no regrets oh that's dope absolutely that's and dope. uh the part when uh, they go into his apartment and they find his oh. notebook written through all his oh, notes oh yeah Somebody actually wrote all that. Oh, for real? Yeah. Holy somebody man. filled up the notebook with just notes. I don't know what they're writing about. But Damn. They, if you probably that. pause it, you could probably be able probably to read get a couple some. words. Yeah. Or maybe it's too far. I can't. Yeah, I Maybe don't it's know. too far away. I don't know. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. But, uh, I'm sure it's all gibberish anyway. Yeah, probably <laughs> just a little scribble. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's anything. actually, it's actual words. Oh, like, really? I think they showed like, they flipped through it afterwards on camera or something. Oh, like, yeah, look, these are words. Like I wrote sentences. Oh, that's I don't remember what they wrote about. That's dope. Maybe they wrote about murder. I love shit like that. I love yeah. like detail. Attention bro. to like, detail. Yeah, bro. I'm obsessed with that type of shit. Like that makes the movie like ten times better. Like exactly, when, like, bro. That's why y'all gotta go watch Gone Girl for real, for real. <laughs> Once y'all see that shit, you're gonna be like, whoa, like Oh, you uh, crazy. 
It's funny you bring that up because I'm obsessed with this YouTube channel. It's this guy, I think his name's like Jesse Striebel. Okay. He created a video that went viral. It was about The Office and how it died. I think it's got like- Like the TV show? Yeah. Okay. It was about, uh, I think it has about a million views now. And it was like 34 minutes. Seriously, if you're an Office fan, <laughs> carve yeah. out 34 minutes of your time. I got Watch you. this video. It's an incredible in-depth breakdown analysis of the characters, the writing, the setting, the environment, all that. So I was really obsessed with this video. So I go on his channel and he's got a bunch of these other videos. He talks about, you ever seen the movie John John? No, I don't think so. It's about this guy and uh, he's kind of like a stereotypical like macho dude who just goes to the gym and cares about sex, but he's addicted to porn. Okay. And his girlfriend is like a stereotypical, like she's hot, but all she wants is like those uh, rom-com dream fantasy endings and how their the clashes of their ideals ruin their relationship and how it changes them as people and how John searches for love. And it talks about the messages of love given from the male perspective and from the female perspective in that movie. And then okay. there's another video comparing <clears throat> the stereotypical man in a movie and a stereotypical girl in the movie comparing Fight Club and Gone Girl. Oh shit. It's fucking wild. That is dope. I stopped watching about 20 minutes in because I haven't seen Gone Girl. But okay. I feel like definitely go check it out. I feel like you should watch it because you've seen Fight Club and Gone Girl. I'm, I would definitely check that out. It's incredible. I would incredible. definitely check that out. Yeah. That's it's, dope. It's, well, I like I like learning like about like what went in behind the movie. Like, yeah. What went in behind like making this and like just these type of scenes and all that stuff. That's almost yeah, what bro. makes the movie, hey? Exactly. And, like, people don't... Some people don't even notice that. But, mm -hmm. like, I feel like the artists and, like, people who, like, love to create, like, they notice that type of shit. And they yeah. appreciate it. And they want that kind of discussion. Like, exactly. And uh, before I dropped out of school this year, my prof, he flipped. Well, he didn't freak out. But he got, like, kind of in my face when he yeah. found out that my favorite movie was Fight Club. Okay. How come? Because uh, we were talking about consumerism <clears throat> and uh, it was in rhetoric. And we are talking about consumerism. And he was talking about how movies criticizing consumerism yeah movies criticizing consumerism and capitalism don't get put out that often okay and i was like well, well fight club criticizes consumerism and i put my hand up i was like what about fight club <laughs> you know what i think of fight club he said i think fight club's the most misogynistic racist like stereotypical violence porn movie ever made i was like i don't think you watch that movie correctly <laughs> yeah no doubt yo. yeah you did not get the underlying like, message yeah in there. and he's and you've seen it right yeah okay it. so spoiler alert so i don't ruin it for canon but he was probably thinking about monopoly that other time so we're good <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> i'm trying to get back on that board bro <laughs> you got to leave just this and go back home and start playing. 150 percent, I am. There's no not a doubt in my mind. He's gonna be twitching. He'd be like, "Guys, sorry, one sec. I need, I need, I need to be somewhere." Like, what? he just goes to the other. Just like, room, go, just goes like, on to Google and just like Google searches Monopoly just to yeah, see it. Monopoly hacks. But uh, I think the point of that movie is like Tyler Durden's the antagonist, and when he says like we're a generation of men raised by women, so we don't need to be raised by women anymore, and when he creates that army of like pseudo skinheads of terror of Project Mayhem. He's the antagonist. You're supposed to despise Tyler Durden. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the movie, the main character kills Tyler. Mm -hmm. So, like, Tyler's not the hero in the movies. So I think my prof was wrong. But when I did, like, a deep dive into this, kind of like what you did with the movies that you enjoyed, yeah. they asked the author of the book. Because Fight Club was a book. Okay, I And didn't they know made that. it off the book. Yeah, they, they asked the author. He was also on Joe Rogan. Chuck Palahniuk. You should, that fucking blew my mind. Okay, that, I'm gonna check that so out. I'm I think definitely watch that. One, I think it's 11:58. Okay, it was I think a year or two ago, about two years ago. Anyways, so when they asked him about the meaning of the movie, they said, "Well, what is it? Is it a consumerism criticizing movie? Is it a misogynistic movie? Is it an uplifting movie?" He's like, "That's for you guys to determine." I like that. I like that a lot because it's like it gives you your own like 
way to interpret it. And yeah. Like, everybody's going to interpret it different. So it's like... Gives exactly. You, gives can, different value to the exactly, movie. Exactly, bro. It, it gives it a little mystery, too. Exactly. Because it's yeah. like, you know that the dude that made it, he has his own... He mm-hmm. has his way yeah. of what he thinks happened or the way that it did happen. And then everybody yeah. else can just decide what they want. Yeah. And I like that. And he's not discrediting any theory. He's not saying, oh, you're stupid for thinking yeah, that. He's, he's not like, saying no, you're wrong. Say what you want. Like, exactly. This, this is what the movie's for. And I think there's a, like a sense of pride and I can kind of imagine him like smiling and having a sense of pride and fulfillment in that. Because people are talking that much about something he wrote and became yeah. a movie and people are debating and talking about how it impacts their livelihood. Yeah, like, builds a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. He, when he was on the episode of Joe Rogan, he was talking about how and I'm fucking obsessed with this episode. Like, <laughs> I want to write and like do podcasts and do comedy. So this was just like a perfect culmination of all my interests coming into one. I got you. And he was talking about how something that was insane for him was hearing the quotes in the book echoed into the culture. Like, the first rule of Fight Club is. and Don't talk about Fight Club. Don't talk about Fight Club. <laughs> Don't you dare talk about Fight Club. <laughs> and the word snowflake okay. came from Fight Club. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, like, it wasn't used culturally <clears throat> before that movie. It's like hearing people adopt the word snowflake. And now it's used like crazy. Okay. Now it's a, like a general term. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I didn't even know that. That's dope. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I, th- I think like if one of your tracks went viral and people are talking Which about... Which it will one day. Of 100%. course. <laughs> if, if it We're is, speaking it into existence right now. Manifest it, destiny. <laughs> exactly. If, if it isn't already, right? Uh, <laughs> talk. That's real talk, bro. You know what's crazy? Okay, yo, listen to this story. I got a little story. Yeah, so, I was right. with my homie Critty... Uh, like a week ago, and we were behind, uh, what's that place called? Little Pizza Heaven, okay. Osborne. Oh, and yeah. we were, like, chilling and smoking. So, Critty, like, lives in Toronto. He's a manager. He, he manages Lavish. Like, oh, uh, really? City, yeah, yeah, he manages him. Shout out Critty and Lavish. Uh, so, every time he comes into the city, we always link up and talk. And when we linked up, so we were talking for, like, an hour, talking and smoking. And then, when he's about to leave... These chicks, this chick's like leaving little pizza heaven. She hops in her car with her homie, with her homegirl, and they like pull up beside us. And then she's like signaling me to like roll down the window. So I roll down the window and she's playing my shit. And I was all like, damn, like what? So I like look at Critty all weird and he's like, yo, that's manifestation right there, bro. And like they just drove off and I was like, yo, who are they? Like, who Didn't are get their number or nothing like, though. Like, it was crazy. Just these random ass chicks. I was just like, yo, like that's insane. And then like a couple days after that, like this was like maybe three, four days ago, I was pumping gas at co-op and I'm like waiting for this dude to come like help me. He's not coming to help me. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm gonna go fill up the gas myself. So I go fill up the gas and like this kid's like watching me. So I like feel him watching me and I like turn around and he's all like, yo, are you Max Wins? And I was like, oh yeah, I am. And then he was just like, yo, I saw your video. I'm a videographer, blah, blah, blah. This kid looked like he was like 16, but he worked at co-op and he like knew who I was. And I was like, damn, bro. It's happening, like that's interesting, crazy. That's cool. Like even though it's just two people that noticed, it's like dude, that's where it's a lot. That's where it starts, though, right? That's where it starts. And I mean, the world because I don't even know who they was. Because like a few months, a few months into like us doing it, like when we were still like shooter shoot podcast, yeah, went to the bar. I was at like underdogs or something, and this dude like walked out the door. He's like, "Yo, shooter shoot," and I'm like. Yeah, he's like, yo, I fucking watch your shit. I listen to your shit, bro. I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, that's dope. And that was like three months in, four months in. So I was like, yo, shit, we popping. You guys are doing big things. I had somebody uh, when we were walking, I was walking out of the gym and I was talking to my friend on the phone and this dude just, I could see him out of my peripheral. He just kind of turned around. He came up to me. He's like, yo, you're on a podcast, right? I'm like, yeah. He's, I was just telling him, I was like, hold on. Yeah, I do. He's like, I recognize your voice from across the gym. 
That's deadly, I'm yo. Like, that's so dope. Like, that's kind of awesome, but it's also kind of weird, too. Like, <laughs> a, little, a little freaky, yo. Yeah, it is. Freaky, in right. a good way, though. In a good way. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm, that's I'm dope. Just playing, but that's, it was awesome. That's like, super dope. Holy fuck. Because, yeah, if he could just, like, recognize your voice and, like, that's insane, bro. Yeah. yeah. I was it makes so you feel so great. Just, like, oh, makes, yeah, gives bro. everything you're doing just, like, sense of purpose. More of a purpose, yeah, exactly. Bro, right. Yeah, it's like you could do all this stuff. Like, I record all the time in my crib, but it's like, I don't see my success and my accomplishments until I walk outside, you know? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he probably went to the studio the next day just with this, like, renewed sense of purpose. And this oh, fire yeah, in your gut. Bro, I feel so ready this year. Like, real talk, I've been working for, like, two, three years on, like, everything that I'm about to release. So it's just, like, oh, patient. Like, bro. I've been, like, ever since I started hanging with Taylor, he's like, hey, show me your music, and I've been, like, vibing with Yo, your shit. Yo, shout out my boy Taylor Becker, man. Bro, That's my shout out Brian fucking Taylor Becker. Yeah. I love you, dog. I hope you hear this yeah, shit. Yeah, it... You're a Houston fan, so uh, I'll have to slander you a little bit. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Taylor, you're a cool dude. I never met you, but Cannon and Max endorse you, so you're a fucking I love you, dude. bro. Bro, that's a real one. That, yeah. that is a but real one. But yeah, no, for real. real. Taylor's a real one. He actually, he, so me and my, so I have one homie. His name's Soul. Shout out Soul. He's a rapper too. And like, so we used to rap together in high school. He's like two years older than me. So like, we kind of just stopped chilling for a bit and then. Taylor sent me one of his tracks like on Snapchat and I yeah. was like, yo, that's a dope song. And he's like, yo, it's Soul or it's Jesse, but his name's Soul. So I was like, damn, like that's fire. So I hit up Soul and I was like, bro, like that's just crazy, blah, blah, blah. And then he hits me up and he's like, yo, let's do a feature. And it's like, yo, Taylor like meshed that back together. Cause like me and him like didn't have a falling out, but it's just like, we just, just weren't connected yeah, anymore. Yeah, we just stopped thing. talking type shit. Yeah, yeah. And then like Taylor like brought it back together. And it was crazy, bro. I fuck That's with Jesse. I, I know Jesse. Oh, you too. know Jesse? Yeah, I know Jesse. He's yeah, a car dude, bro. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know bro. Jesse. He's, yeah. he's good shit. He's uh, yeah, we got a we got a song coming soon. It's fine. All right, I see you. It's yeah. good. Isn't it insane to see how like I think I, I was reading an article and Mayor Brian Bowman said like Winnipeg's a big city now. Mm. And on the surface it doesn't seem like it. Yeah, but it is, real, right? And no, even even real. at the same time, even though when you acknowledge Winnipeg's a big city, we have 750,000 people, we're going to have a million by the end of the decade. Yeah. There's still all these, like, little... Uh, it's kind of like a small town in the way where there are these avenues, right? Like, you didn't necessarily have a falling out with Jesse, but your friend brought you guys back together. Yeah. We interviewed SS Benny a while ago, and I met him... Yo, shout out my boy Benny. I'm actually supposed to link up with him this week. <laughs> yeah, real talk. I'm well, I mean, by the time the episode releases, hopefully you'll link that by. Yeah, yeah. Actually, next week. So, yeah. Today's Friday. Okay. So, like, yeah. Next yeah, week. So, next week. Real. Yeah. Um, I forgot. I always... We usually record on Monday. So, I'm like, okay. it's Monday today. No, it's not. No, it's Friday. Friday. Um, <laughs> Friday no, but early. I met him at a party at Miyazwe's album release party. Oh, okay. And I was kind of like, oh, man. Like, I was talking to him. He's like, oh, I'm a rapper from... Or not a rapper. He's like, I'm a, I'm a recording artist from Brandon. Mm-hmm. And I kind of was like, oh, we kind of look like a dude I went, from high sc- I went to high school with. And I kind of forgot about it. And then his manager reached out to us. Okay. A couple months afterwards, they go, "I have, uh, I manage this, this recording artist. I feel like it'd be a great guy to have on your podcast." And it was a great guy to have on our podcast. Fuck and yeah, then bro. when he came into the studio, baby. I was like, "Oh shit, we've met." <laughs> oh yeah, that's dope. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, small I, world though. I like. met Benny like a few times before. One at uh, my homie White Gold. Shout out White Gold. He had a video shoot in like August. He was actually in my uh, in my video for Powder. He played the dude who uh, who killed me in the end. Oh, okay. that's actually Miyazaki's cousin. Oh, shit. yeah, he makes music too. He's fire, bro. Check him out, White Gold. Okay. Yeah, he's yeah, fire. Yeah. I'm in one of his videos, and 
Benny was there too, actually. Isn't he actually the other cousin, Peanut Butter Prince? Yeah, yeah, bro. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty yeah. sure because I think Neil, I think Neil Miyazwe and White Gold are all related. Yeah, if yeah, I'm not they mistaken. are. They're, yeah, yeah. Neil's yeah. his cousin. Neil's his sure. cousin. Yeah, yeah. That's fucked, man. They got a strong ass family, yeah. bro. Shout out them, motherfuckers. They kill <laughs> shit, bro. Real <laughs> all of them are gonna blow up. Bro. Those they jeans, don't. They those don't. jeans are insane. They, they they inspire me, bro. Like real talk, man. Like they they feed the city. Like they they absolutely. make you want to do more. Like real talk. Miyazwe is like absolutely. Fucking murdering it this time. He's year. killing it, bro. Dude, he's next what? up. Like if watch it, like, it. watch it happen. No, 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 he's not next up. He's already. I meant like like lavish to sign like that huge ass fucking deal. Like Miyazawa is like like. Right I feel like there, bro, bro, there's like, there's gonna be a few artists to pop off, and then once those few artists pop off, it's just gonna be like Winnipeg's up. Like, yeah, hundred percent. Right, he's gonna have all the eyes on them. Because yeah. yeah, I feel like Toronto right now has all the eyes on them because like the weekend and Drake, Drake, well, Drake party next door, right? exactly. Drake's so a global like, icon. Yeah, so that was like 10 years ago. So it's like now there's going to be like a new... What's the next city to do, it, exactly, right? Exactly, like, Is, is there be... a huge scene in Vancouver? No. That, I'm not too sure. That actually. would be like the logical next I know, step down from Toronto. I know that like... Uh, but there there is like a scene in Vancouver, but it's like old old people. Like, have you ever heard of Mad Child? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 He, he's from Vancouver? Yeah, he's, he's like blown up in Vancouver. There's like Snack the Ripper. Uh, fuck. Isn't uh, DJ Dow Jones? Yeah, he yeah, lives out there. Yeah, shout out fucking yeah, yeah. Gold Teeth Canada. Shout out, uh, shout out Kicks and shout out John uh, Jones. Now? Yeah, he's his tour DJ. Yeah. His tour DJ, yeah, yeah. okay, right, there we go. Yeah, Dow Jones, I thought he's living in uh, Alberta now. Oh, is it Alberta? Uh, no, I think he has a residency in Alberta. I think, I they, think. They're, they're, the Gold Teeth Canada shot might be out there, because I know that he's a jeweler now, too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I know Dow Jones lives in, I think he lives in Edmonton. But Edmonton. he's all over the place. Okay, I got shit. Word, yeah, that's yeah. dope. And even like... Something that inspires me so much, like, Gary Vee talks about this a ton. Like, Yo, we, Gary Vee's fire, man. <laughs> like, we have time. Like, Dow Jones isn't, like, some 20-year-old, like, trying to make it, and he made it. It's like, oh, when you're 20, if you don't get it, sorry, tough shit. Yeah, Dow Jones talk. is a man. I always, I always like, now. get hard on myself because it's like, yo, you're 21, like, yeah. you should have been popped off right now. Like, yeah. But it's like, it's just not the right time, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the baby didn't pop off till he was he's like 35. 20, right? He's 27, or 20, 27 bro. He right, right. I was like, dude, the baby's like, not 35. Like, I, I, forget, I forget who it was. Someone oh, popped okay. off at like 35. I forget Fucking who. like 2 chains, bro. 2 chains. Two chains. That's he, what it was. He was Titty Boy before. And then at His 30, name was Titty Boy. Titty Boy. He was bro. in a group. He was, with he was like, part of the player's circle. Yeah. And then at 35, he changed his name to 2 Chains. Two chains. Is, and then... How old's he now? Maybe like 42, 43. Two Chains is in his 40s? Yeah, bro. I'll look that up. Yeah, it, like, I think 2013, he, like, re, like, built I his brand. I did not know that. It's crazy. I thought Two Chains was, like, He's 42. 30. He's 42, yeah. I thought he was 42. 30. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. Real talk. Like, yeah. So, I'm hoping that, like, bro, I just gotta stay Don't consistent. hope. Make it happen. Yeah, exactly. Don't I'm hope not gonna it. hope. I'm just gonna make that shit happen. I'm just gonna flood the streets, fucking yeah. put out my music. and. Jay-Z was 26 when he popped off. Jay- yeah, he put out his first album when he was 26. Same yeah. with Eminem. Yeah, it's not even he popped off when he put out his first album. Yeah, yeah. you're right. That's, like, that's he wasn't even popping, man. He was like, still yeah. in the streets. He was still doing his thing. And it's like, bro, that's crazy. Yeah. And uh, something one of my friends says to me about, like, from a comedy standpoint, George Carlin. Do you know who that is? No, Famous no, comedian. I've never heard of him. He's, he passed away a while ago, but he didn't get famous till he was, like, old. Yeah? Like, 50. You know who I just saw? I actually just saw Jeff Ross. Jeff you know Ross is, is fucking I just seen him a couple hilarious. months ago with my mom's. We went to go see that show. Club Region? Yeah. I went to. Oh, you did? Yeah. No way. That was dope. It was funny. Although yeah. when Bumping mics, that's yeah. what it's called. Yeah. When he was, when they were roasting those like four dudes Those white dudes? I was like, yo, <laughs> somebody's, 
<laughs> this yo, does not look he, safe. What did he say again, yo? He was like calling them some boy band or some he shit. He said something like, like... It was funny, yo. No, he said something super savage. It was brutal. I'm supposed to go see Tracy Morgan, actually, in, uh, He's in March. He's fucking yeah, He's yeah, coming yeah. here. I went to see Tom Segura in August. Okay. Tom Segura's a fucking murderer. He's dope. He's dope. He's, oh, he had this one joke about how, like... When kids are annoying you, like, you can't beat up a kid, right? Like, that's <laughs> fucked up. So what you do is, like, sing them a line of swears. And he's like, you just go, like, shit, motherfucker, balls, tits, ass. And the kid will start dancing, like, scared. And I'll be like, what does that mean? And like, go tell your mom. <laughs> I was thinking I'm supposed to see, see Burt Kreischer when he comes here. Burt Kreischer's He's my hilarious. favorite fucking comedian, so I'm so I fucking... I don't think I heard of him before. He's so fucking funny. Yeah. Like, okay, you know, did you see that viral video... Of that dude who like runs like the the Russian mob, like he's like the machine. No, no, no okay. They, like he had this like viral video, and he's like a, of his like bit called the machine, and it's like him talking about like how he went on like a trip to Russia with like his like university, his like ru- university Russian class. Okay. And as soon as he gets there, it's like he immediately meets this like Russian mobster who's like walking them through the city, oh, and he's like, "You're good shit," and he's like, he just like starts like running with like the mob for like the <laughs> week. It's it's fu- like you have to like watch the bit for it to be. Funny, I'll check it out. Yeah, yo, it's, it's hilarious. It just like type in Burt Kreischer the machine, and like you'll fucking you'll fall in love with him. Okay, it's fucking hilarious, out, bro. Yeah. I think uh, Burt Kreischer was talking about when he was on tour or something. He was doing I think a TV show. Yeah. He's like, yeah, man, I uh, I stayed in the favelas in Brazil, and then his friends are like, "Are you fucking insane? Like, <laughs> that is such a rough neighborhood in Brazil. You will get murdered." He was <laughs> talking about that on the Sober October yeah, recap, yeah. and he uh, oh, he literally bought like fifty soccer balls. He's like, "This is great. Like, I'm gonna bring all these kids like soccer balls. They're gonna love it." And their coach, he like literally almost tried to kill him. He's like, "What the fuck are you doing to my kids? Like, they're all gonna get killed with these balls." And he's like, "They're gonna go home with a soccer ball. They're gonna get murdered for the soccer." Yeah, ball. they're like, "Dude, like, we're in the favela. Like, they don't give a fuck. They see a nice." ball they're killing him for it he's like uh he's like take the shit and go like just take Holy. all those fucking balls and leave that's deadly yeah yeah that's shitty dude when i think that's of that and i like think about my problems here i'm like dude i yeah dude, we're lucky problem, bro. my problems do not matter like, <laughs> real talk yo like if we you have think, it so easy if you think you got it bad like there's always somebody who's got it worse dude like, i know yeah. like i mean obviously like our, our problems are problems like we have to deal with them but yeah like, minute things that i've dealt with emotionally like if it's not a new thing that I need to deal with and I've dealt with it before, I think about people getting murdered and shit and like people living in third world countries, not having enough food to eat. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm yeah, bro. I'm straight. Like my dad yelled at me whatever. <laughs> I was yeah, late to my recording. Fuck it. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My dad yells at me all the time. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> but yeah, yo, the city's been, the city's been going crazy with the murders too, man. Like I lost, I lost I two homies this year. And then you said murder. I was like, damn. Oh <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. No, the city's been on some like crazy, crazy shit. Like, yeah, you, you got to stay in the house or else you're going to get shot. Yeah. Like, even like in the past few weeks, like yeah, I just bro, see on like, Twitter, it was like people like, I lost a homie like two weeks ago. Oh, bro. Really? Yeah, man. Sorry some to hear that, bro. Shit. Thank you. Yeah. Some fucked up ass shit, bro. Like, I was actually, I'm, I'm reading this book now. It's called uh, The Tipping Point, and it talks yeah. about what causes and what ends epidemics. And right. epidemics isn't just something like uh, like a disease, but it can be a social epidemic too. Mm. What causes a trend? Yeah. And it can also be a crime epidemic. And right now I'm reading about uh, the New York crime. And it was kind of on a steady decline from the 1980s to the 1990s, but then all of a sudden it just stopped. Okay. Like, it wasn't, like, steady decline and, oh, it's over now. It was, like, steady decline, steady decline, bang, straight down. Damn. It's, like, what the fuck has what to happened? happen? Well, what he talks about is how it's not what we think. Like, what what would you think happened for crime to just stop? Oh, fuck, bro. It was, like, it, 
I don't know. Like, I don't like know, for common real, sense. For real. Common sense says there has to be like a huge overhaul, right? Like, yeah. there has to be. Either everybody gets locked up, or like. Yeah, or are there these huge like heroic strides put in place to fix a society? Mm-hmm. When in reality, they started in the subway system, and they're like, "We're just gonna make sure the cars don't have graffiti on them." Yeah. And so I don't know too much about that shit, yo. Like, but it worked. Yeah, I guess so. It right? worked. Like, it's it's like it's called uh, broken windows theory. Okay. When people walk around in a neighborhood and they see broken windows, they assume that okay, anything goes. Like, this is a neighborhood that's you know we can kind of trash it. We don't so have gonna to keep doing. Yeah, that. Which, yeah, yeah, it's the standard that it's held to. Yeah. And so when they talked about how when kids would vandalize their subway cars, it takes three days. The first day they have to paint the plain surface the second day they have to paint their design let it dry and then the third paint they touch the third day they touch it up so what they do with those cars was they'd keep the cars in like a vacant lot and all they have to do is after the kids touch it up they just paint right over it as soon as the kids leave and so these kids are taking three days out of their time kids these people are taking three days to make graffiti and what they consider art it's being wiped out in six hours so their efforts aren't as big. Yeah. Right? And when the cars aren't as uh, vandalized, when the cars aren't as, uh, like, damaged, it changes the image, kind of. When they're fixed up, when they look nice, it's kind of like, you don't want to ruin that. Yeah, no, for real. Like, yeah, if you're in a nice neighborhood, you're not just going to start fucking yeah. spray painting houses right, and yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. that. But exactly. if you're in a neighborhood where there's spray paint, you're probably going to tag something up. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And it kind of talks about those things. And it, it makes It's pretty think- deadly, bro, because, yeah, it's just, like, gets you thinking, like, how people think. Because it's yeah. like you don't even realize how you think until mm-hmm. you like move to a different environment. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you, you think you know. Trap and like yeah. Yeah. You think you know exactly, but you don't know shit. And yeah. Then you move and then you have more experience somewhere else, and then you're like, damn, like. Well, I'm, I'm sure you felt this, and even with like rap, right? Like, you feel like you know a situation really well when you're in it. Yeah. But then when you get removed from it, or when it's over, you look back on it with a different set of eyes, and you're like, oh shit, okay, no, this could have gone better like this. I could have done this a different way, right? Most definitely, because you just got different experiences after that type of situation. Because it's like I've been, I've had multiple, multiple situations where it's like I've taken losses and I've, I've had my, my wins. But it's like every loss leads to your win because, like, if you didn't lose before, you wouldn't have known the changes to make. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah. Even my biggest example of this, I'm sure you can relate. Uh, like, have you ever traveled recently? Have you traveled recently? Uh, yeah, I went to, uh, like last year I went to Florida and I went to Windsor because I'm from Windsor. How different did you look at the city after coming back for the first little bit? Oh, damn, yo, from Florida compared to Winnipeg is insane, bro. Like, I love being in the States. I don't know Mm -hmm. what it is, but yeah, bro, just the roads and shit like that and the long driving, like the highways and shit like that. Like, I love Freeways and shit. Yeah, yeah, bro, like my auntie and my grandparents live out there, Mm -hmm. so like, we like drove like two hours or four hours, some shit like that to go see my auntie and like mm-hmm. the drives is crazy. Even when I was listening to my music out there, bro, is like a completely different vibe. Cause it's like when you're in the city and when I listen to my music, it's like, it just feels dark. But it's mm-hmm. like when I go to Florida and I listen to my music, like <coughs> it feels brighter to me. And I don't know why. It's Cause everybody's on cocaine. Everybody's just For real. like, they're way darker than you thought <coughs> oh, your music yeah, most was. Definitely. Most definitely. Yo, they actually have some fire-ass backwards out there, too, yo. My grandparents, you know what's crazy? My grandparents actually, like, got me and my sister, like, some kush out there. And, like, oh, really? They're, they're dope, bro. They're, That's, they're That's hilarious. That's hilarious. It's crazy. It's so shit. funny. Like, I know, I know when I went to Toronto in April 2019, 
I came, when I was there, I was staying in a place at Maple Leaf Square. Okay. So it's like True North Square here. Okay. But on fucking steroids. <laughs> okay, so I these towers you. are like 50 stories high. Oh, damn. And they're right next to Scotiabank, and they're in the middle of downtown where everything's popping. Like, the Maple Leafs <clears> are playing, and people were watching outside on the screen. Okay. And I was trying yeah. to, like, watch basketball in my room, and I could hear them cheering <laughs> from downstairs. And so when I, when I looked outside, I got on the balcony, and I looked, all I could see were buildings and cranes. That's deadly. Buildings. And it's like, fuck, like, these people don't stop. Like, they're always building. Yeah. They're always adding things. They're always putting up new shit. They're always looking to add more. Yeah. And we're kind of seeing that in Winnipeg a little more. Like, everywhere I go now, I'm seeing more cranes. I'm seeing yeah, more construction. More, more shit getting I'm built. hearing more things about the city trying to develop. And that really encourages me. Oh, fuck yeah, bro. Yeah. Like, I Definitely. mean, uh, have you heard about their revitalizing Portage Place? No. Yeah. Ooh. And it actually like looks them yeah. Oh no! It way. actually looks kind of fucking dope. Like like they're doing it right now. They're gonna start in twenty twenty one. Oh okay okay. But when I looked at the, when dope. I looked at the design and I looked at what they're doing, I'm like, yo, I'd I'd hang out here. Yeah, I haven't been to Portage Place in like fucking forever. That's probably yo. a good like, idea. It would <laughs> it would like probably clean up that area like way more if like they just. Because, like, it's such a dingy place. Yeah. It's such a place that people want to do dumb shit in. Yeah, Because exactly. it's so gross and, like, it's it's somewhere you don't want to be. Exactly, yeah. Kind of talking about what I was talking about in the book, right? Like, if mm-hmm. the area is made nicer, and True North Square is right across the street, and they're adding all these buildings, and they're trying to revitalize Portage and Maine and shit. Yeah, you're not going to be able to go there and just, like, fuck it up. Yeah, and, like, you, dumb you might not even want to, right? Exactly. Like, one of the things that they said they're trying to do is, and this relates to, again, what the book talks about, is they're trying to make Portage Place more open. So the Winnipeg walkway, uh, one of the things that annoys them about Portage Place is it's like a wall. Okay. Right? Like, it doesn't, isn't that kind of weird now that I mention it? The Portage Place kind of separates one side of Portage from the other. You yeah. can't see the other side of Portage when you're on one side of the mall. Mm-hmm. Even the apartments, you can't see them. Yeah. Even the condos, you can't see them. So it, it separates everything. So what they're trying to do is open the area up. They're going to make the mall itself a little bit narrower to add like a lane where you can drive in, pick people up, park, all that oh, stuff. Oh, okay. I got you. And they're going to make it glass. So actually, uh, that's dope. Kane, do you want to pull up Portage Place? Go in the news, type in, yeah, pull that up, Kane. Uh, pull up Portage <laughs> Place, look in the news and then hit the global TV article. I read this like 18 times. Um, and so they're global trying to TV. Uh, go to news. Right yeah, buddy. And so what they're trying to do is, oh yeah, it's my laptop. I was like, yo, you already read it. No, it's my laptop. Uh, oh shit but what they're trying to do is yeah they're trying to make it more open that, so, yo, that so, shit looks insane <laughs> the idea I fuck with that bro like that's what we need in downtown though yeah. like that's that shit we need the idea is that with the same kind of aspect do you, do you remember when they had a bus shelter no no I don't. there used to be a bus shelter there about a year ago they took it down or it was there for a long time but they took about they took it down about less than a year ago wasn't it because that kid got like Beaten up in that? The kid getting uh, viciously, like... Attacked. Attacked was the breaking point. Yeah. But what led up to that was there was a lot of crime going on in there. A lot okay. of crack was being dealt in there. A lot of people were being hurt in there. A lot of gang activity lived in this tiny transit shelter. Damn. Because it was boxed in. I didn't know that. Nobody could see this. Even though there were, like, windows and stuff, it was kind of like how most of Portage Place is. It's a wall. You can't see in Portage Place unless you go in there. Those yeah. glass atriums are high. You can't see shit that's going on in there. So because it's kind of hidden, because you can hide in Portage Place really easily, because you're in the shadows in Portage Place, it's easy for crime to hide out in there. So the idea of what they're trying to do is they're building these two huge 25-story 
towers for people to live in directly above the mall and they're trying to open it up and it's going to be glass all over with office space with stores with restaurants so that people are seen and they can see others mm -hmm. if you can see people in broad daylight and there's witnesses because downtown's busy and the office space and the places they're anticipating are going to be busy crime's probably not going to be as prevalent in that area yeah that's facts yeah. right and if one, it looks like that especially yo because it's like if it, it's just going to attract more people so it's like yeah you're not really going to be able to have those opportunities that you had before you exactly I mean? yeah and they're trying to uh you know the fuck street is it? edmonton street yeah where you go down edmonton and there's portage place in front of it yeah they're punching a wall a hole through that wall oh shit and so they're making like a little market space so that when you're on edmonton you can see through <laughs> to the other side well, yeah, that's, that's gonna be dope. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna be. That's, gonna be that's dope. actually really smart. Yeah, so I'm going wait. I'm so obsessed with this. Yeah, story. that's that's actually dope. I didn't know that they were doing that, but I heard they were hype. like switching it up, but I didn't think they were gonna like. Yeah, no, that, that. looks crazy. Like, yeah, that looks crazy. <laughs> I think it's worth four hundred million dollars. Like they're going in. Holy! They want this. Like they want that. They want this to happen, which is good. Like it needs to happen. Like yeah. this is what the city. I think this is what the city needs to like. Push us forward. Yeah, we need like more that, clothing like... stories, man. I'm getting <laughs> fucking pissed at all the clothing. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I I don't want right? to. I don't want to keep shopping at like H and M yeah, and fucking bro, like Friday Urban Outfitters and shit like that. Like, Just like not. There's not enough like. Nice like ass clothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and Friday nights. Are they moving or are they just taking down the store? I don't know what he's doing. I think he said. Like he's taking, like he's not selling out of the store, but he's doing everything online. They're online for I sure. Think, I hope think. they're moving to another area. So do I, yo. Like I like seeing little businesses like that. Like the city needs more shit like that, and the city needs to support more shit like that. Yeah, it's like there's a, there's very few people who do like support local businesses. Yeah. And it's tough in the shit. exchange because the exchange, the parking rates are so high, mm -hmm. and there's the bike lanes now. Yeah, it's not. I think if the parking rates were lower and they tried to incentivize. Uh, like pedestrian traffic more often the exchange would be great because the exchange is a fucking dope place to hang yeah, out yeah most definitely like even from this area I bike down there sometimes oh, downtown damn. in the summer oh, damn that's a long mission and it's fuck like that's my workout for the day bike there bring a change of clothes hang out in the exchange and then bike home and it's an awesome day hell yeah and it feels productive. The exchange is a beautiful place. Yeah, exactly. Especially like in the summertime, it's just nice to chill down there. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Good food. You can get yeah, a drink bro, anywhere. Exactly. Like there's like courtyards to hang out in. Yeah. Like it's real nice. Yeah, you can get your so haircut. Yeah. Exactly. Pull up. Nice yeah. neighborhood. Nice yeah. restaurants. There's dope living complex. Like have you seen some of the condos in the exchange? You know what's crazy? I actually just shot a, a video like last month that's going to come out at oh, one nice. of my sister's, my sister's homegirl's crib. Nice. And uh, it's, it's crazy, bro. It's Actually, hold beautiful. on. I'll show you some of the pictures that they're some beautiful of the screenshots that we got. Yeah, it's it's insane, bro. They're huge too. I was like shocked. I was like, damn, what the fuck? Oh shit! Don't go Loading that much. That's like in the kitchen. Damn. Yeah, dude. They're nice, and it's gorgeous. Oh like, shit. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't gonna swipe. I would. I would let you do that. <laughs> oh, like all like the brick. Like the exposed brick and shit like that. Yeah, bro. Dude, the architecture in Winnipeg is actually really beautiful. It's crazy. There's so many like old buildings it's mixed crazy. with new buildings. And uh, actually, BMO's <laughs> moving out of the Portage Main location. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. They're moving out of that. You know you know the BMO building on Portage Main, right? Yeah. With the big pillars? Yeah. They're moving out. Oh, damn. They're moving across it to 201. So they're trying to figure out what they're going to do with that building. Oh, shit. You see, if only there was like, oh, gosh, if only there was like a thing that people could have done. To make that area more pedestrian friendly. Oh, fuck. Oh, it's slipping my mind. Oh. Hmm. Kanan, help me out. I think, like, if they had, like, a vote. No, that'd be too easy. That'd be way too simple for people to actually vote yes on. 
and make it pedestrian friendly. So we could have like maybe an art gallery or like a museum there because that'd be really cool in that old building. Oh yeah, there was a fucking fault. <laughs> he does not like the open. He does not. Right he does not like the open portage. People voted no. Because people don't like change. People do not like You're change. Like, oh, well, yeah, but I, I like looking that at would have been crazy, yo. Like for real, I don't know if that would have stopped like traffic or. Dude, like, it would have like changed people's um, like drive by like five minutes at most. They said so. Like, yeah, five minutes yeah. more than your drive would have been. That's not too bad, yo. They should have done it. Yeah, but people think all oh, five minutes. That's a lot. Like that's my coffee in the morning. Well, like, I, when I first heard about it, I was kind of like, yo, fuck that, because it's yeah. like just imagine. All those slow ass people walking because it's like that's a long street, bro. Yeah, (laughs) I think we all were, but I think something that swayed me was somebody told me they're like, "Look, let's break this down. You and I are creating a city." I'm like, "Okay." They go, "Okay, our busiest intersection, which is where we want to draw people, so they can stay downtown, right?" I'm like, "Yeah." Yeah. They're like, "Okay, case closed." (laughs) That's fair. I'm like, "Oh, like Times Square, like Boston, yeah, like what makes sense?" They're like, "Yeah, you want to build a city that's pedestrian and transit friendly because it's greener, cheaper." And allows for better commutes and for people to, like, for a vibrant downtown. I'm like, yeah, of course. They're like, okay, then why are we still talking? And honestly, like, oh. probably would have been better if you could just, like, get across the street. Because it's like, now you got to fucking walk all the way See, around. Or that's the thing, right? Like, the closest, like, crosswalks are, like, ten, yeah, walk. like, 15 feet in each each direction down yeah. the street. So it's like, nobody's going to walk that. So what everyone if, hops the banisters and runs across. What about, like, uh, like, people who are disabled? wheelchairs yeah bro they can't fucking hop the bed like the closest they can go is like either all the way down and like all the yeah. way but across even, but even they can't like oh yeah there's no elevators there's no down. elevators or esca- escalator that'd be even worse <laughs> there's no elevator put a wheelchair on an escalator <laughs> i feel like that'd be easier <laughs> than the stairs at least but like you still can uh, you can make it work you can hold them up yeah you can that, hold it you that's our it. real debate what's easier going downstairs <laughs> in a wheelchair or going on an escalator in a wheelchair uh yeah but there's no elevators or shit for them yeah, true. There's no handicap transit. Yeah. So it's like, I had this joke when the Bombers won the Grey Cup that we shut down Portage in Maine uh, so people could celebrate. And I'm like, well, isn't it interesting that we only care about handicapped people? Like, we shut down Portage in Maine so that people could walk in it. Like, isn't it interesting that we only care about handicapped people when they can celebrate brain trauma and not when they want to go to work? <laughs> Bro, you're a savage with your jokes, man. He was telling me some shit earlier, and I was like, yo, you, <laughs> you should savage. hear You should hear some of the stuff he says to, like, me, like, when we're in private. Like, dude, like, he's it's on, like, a different... He's, he's on a little way, like... <laughs> I was telling Max this, like, I'm trying to write jokes that are clean. Like, I was doing this exercise, because Joe Rogan, he just writes, like, essays. Yeah. And then he pulls humor out of it. So I went on this website, like, Random Topic Generator, and I got baseball. So I'm like, okay... And I'm kind of like absentmindedly writing all baseball. I'm like, yeah, yeah, this works. Then I'm finished and I look at this small paragraph and I'm just fucking ripping into baseball. I'm like, baseball's stupid. Baseball, you can be out of shape and on drugs and still be good. Baseball's boring. I'm like, fuck. Those are all, like, those are all jokes though. Like, like you I'm could totally... Like, clean jokes. <laughs> I mean, you could totally like turn that into something clean. I could, yeah, absolutely. I mean, just because you're talking about like all that shit doesn't mean it's clean. Like, doesn't mean it's not clean. It's... That's true. It doesn't mean that it's like bad. It's just my style of humor. Exactly, right? I think like... I just needed that to like see that, okay, this is where I naturally go. I need, yeah. I need to make this fun. Yeah, you're not a cl- You're in no way a clean comedian. No. I think it's dope too because when I look at you, you look like a clean dude, you know what I mean? Like how you were telling me earlier yeah. when you show up to the comedy club and... You stand out. It's like, but when you tell your jokes, mm-hmm. it's like... He wears slacks and a polo. He's like the dude that wear like slacks and a polo. I don't wear polos. Oh, I wear so chinos. Funny. Don't call oh. them slacks, please. Slacks. <laughs> They're slacks. They're chinos. And I wear like a shirt. 
Yeah, striped like, shirt. I feel like rugby shirt. Red. I'm gonna have to start wearing like joggers and baggy hoodies. <laughs> no, because that like, <laughs> but like that. Like then that like, then you're like riding like too into like your shtick. Like that that like that's your image. I like, think it's dope what, I mean? what you do, bro. Because it's fair. like, man, as as long as you're being yourself, that's all you gotta I have do. to play around with it. Because it's like there's there's that fine line, right? Like you have to be yourself, but you don't want to be yourself that nobody finds you funny. Yeah, true. People true. have to laugh too. So yeah. you gotta have to. There's a fine line between being yourself and catering too much. Most definitely. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, yeah. Word up, Kenan. What are we doing for time? <laughs> one fifteen. One fifteen. Wow, that that was that quick. That, that did fly. Like five minutes ago, we we're like, yeah, Monopoly. Yeah, <laughs> Honestly, I was like, I like looked at the time and it was like at like fifty five. Like, wasn't it just thirty four? Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I I was gonna bring this up earlier, but I feel like it would have derailed the conversation too much with our hundredth episode with Peter Takis because he's still. Hopefully, I'm gonna try to get him on that. I gotta email Andrew Harris. What he's been doing, yo? He, we don't know. We he had a residency out in Vegas at one point for like a few years, I think. That and was then a year and a half ago. A year and a half ago, and then uh, last time we heard of him, he was like just chilling in Edmonton, I think. Something he said. like that. Yeah, just Alberta. chilling. Oh, but somewhere in Alberta, he's just chilling. Yeah. I think. Is he still th- a DJ? I think he. I mean, I don't want to like speak for him or like speak. I but I I heard that him in. His partner kind of like, split. yeah, kind of split. I, I don't, I don't want to, like, I don't want to, like, this say is not facts. Yeah, yeah, this is not fact. Like, this is just my speculations and what I heard. But, like, this is what we just heard. From, we tried talking to different people about it. We got a bunch of different stories. Yeah, so. I got you. we'll have to get him back on. I love. Peter I love Peter. Yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah, he's, he's like, dope, one of, yo, he brought he, us like a he bottle us, of uh, a bottle of whiskey. He's like, here's your, here's your uh, first like podcast warming gift and he's like dope. have me on on the 100th episode and we'll crack that and we're like done to you like yeah, it's, it's still dope. sitting in his cupboard he has like a little note on it yeah. and everything still have that a note. is yeah. super dope it bro. was so dope yeah so I'm thinking for a 100th episode we could just like sit down with Peter play Scrabble and drink and just like describe the game and be like yeah I put down <laughs> balls <laughs> I feel like that'd be I got fun. a triple word score <laughs> yeah or and Monopoly then, yeah or Monopoly <laughs> yeah, or if Monopoly. we put Monopoly y'all getting washed that's, that's <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like if we just like got a buzz and played a board game on the hundredth episode just for shits and giggles. It'd be a great That'd episode. That would be, be a great dope. episode. You guys would have to film that one though. Yeah, I'd say 100%. film that one. Hundred so percent. Yeah, we have to. We have to. One hundred percent filming our hundredth episode, no matter what we, we do. Got so. a, we got a like yeah. we we have a sponsor that's paying us a decent amount of money per month, so we're using that to film episodes. Okay. Yeah, hey, that's yeah. fire. Doing so. our thing. Yeah, just working hard. And uh, we both we both got really good jobs. Recently, Congrats so. to y'all, man! I see Thank y'all you, working. It. Thank you. We appreciate yeah. it. I like that. You guys yeah. are both putting on for like everybody doing their thing in the city and helping everybody else reach other levels and shit like that yeah that's what we're here for to Most connect definitely. people we love the city definitely. like we love the city we grew up in so it's just yeah. like it's only natural for us to support this and like support everyone else that's been supporting us so it's exactly it's a given to take in this city it's not like you can rise to the top like in toronto where you can just like grind and work and, and like you'll you still be this shit by yourself no. bro you winnipeg's too small winnipeg's too small of a city to like yeah. do it by yourself so exactly. i think that's why uh, we're here. shout out to me because i saw on his story he's like a lot of people ask him if he's gonna move he's like nah like i love winnipeg of course i'm gonna travel mm-hmm. but winnipeg like i love it and i want to build it and i think that's the kind of mentality that a collective group of people need most definitely with a strong enough vision in most order definitely. to make things happen yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Honestly, I don't know if I could do that. Like, shout out to Miyazaki for saying yeah. that, but I, I think I, I want to move because it's like, and you gotta do what's you, best for you. Yeah, bro. Like every and everybody's like story and like what they're gonna do is different. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that that might work out for him, but for me, I might need to go somewhere else. Yeah. And, like branch and build my because i feel like my main core isn't gonna be in winnipeg yeah like even though i'm from winnipeg the type of music that i make i don't feel is like for Mm. winnipeg like yeah 
Yeah, it's very different than and who what knows? everybody else is making. So. Yeah, who knows what happens? You could exactly. decide you want to stay here and then move out again later. You exactly. could move and come back. You could move and stay somewhere. It'd be great. Yeah, real talk. Like, yeah. we don't know. As long as you're living your truth, as long as you're passionate and doing things that you love doing, mm-hmm. keeping your head above water for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who are we to judge, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody's got their own thing. Do you have a favorite board game or random hobby that people would know about you? I was going to ask you that earlier. Because my, mine's Scrabble. My girl and I just started playing Scrabble. Scrabble. You, you guys already know mine. So. Suck at Scrabble, bro. Scrabble's I can't spell shit. And we get, <laughs> and we get, I can barely <laughs> talk, let alone spell. Yo, like, goddamn. Um, yo. We get super competitive. Yo, I never go anywhere without my fucking leader of water, bro. That's a That's a weird thing about me. Me neither. Uh, me neither. Mine, so, mine's a leader. Yeah, Mine's sitting beside just, my bed. I yo, forgot I just it on my way. Leader and a half of my girl just got me this for Christmas, so you know. Yo, that's a good gift. Yo, yeah, bro. Drinking water's the new, drinking water's the twenty twenty wave. Exactly, like fuck anything bro. else. Or your chains. That's mad dread. Ooh, I gotta bro. say, I have to say. All the water. It, I'm so I appreciate like. Appreciate it. Listen, I'm so in love. That's real life right now. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Everybody asking me, that's real. Huh? Yeah, bro. I like getting tattoos. I like I like jewelry. Nice. Yeah, those are some hobbies. Any board games? Oh, board games. Yeah, we were talking about board games. Uh, <laughs> I mean, those hobbies still count. I'm just oh, board games. Are you a Are you a hungry, hungry hippos guy? No, you know, I haven't played game. it in a while. You know what's that? What's that place in the city? Where, Across uh, the board. Yeah, fire. Bro, I went there. Fire! Oh my god, I went there. And I was there for like three to four hours or something. They're opening up a new one too. Really? I can't remember where the fuck they're opening it. I think Operation, bro. That Cannon, game, pull that up. That, pull game, that, up. Game, that game's fire. Pull it up, Cannon. Yeah, Operation. Oh, and Connect 4, bro. Connect 4. And Some of the basic ones are just so, like, yeah. tiny. All the basic ones them. are, like, the Battleship, best. Battleship, Connect 4. I love Battleship, yo. Pool. I like playing pool, too. Yeah. yeah. Yo, in Battleship, I, I stack my ships. Oh, yeah? Like, if you find one oh. ship, I'm <laughs> fucked. <laughs> if you can't find them, go fuck yourself. Yeah, that's smart, yo. I put them diagonally, too. That, that's the best way to do it. You got to do it like one here, one there. And then like, you know, Sometimes I hang them off the bit. board. I hang them off the board. <laughs> you are like the worst type of person. Uh, it never says you can't do that. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. You got to guess like G negative one. That's or true. Or G zero. I haven't played Battleship in forever, yo. I'm trying to think of more board games. I can't really think of too many. Like, I think my favorite thing about Across the Board is like you go there and they have like their game wizard. Yeah. And he's like, oh... He's like, what's, what's, what would you name your cat if you were 40? And I'm like, Rupert. And he's like, oh, I got the game for you, fam. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, eh? They, they stacked it. Like they got like 12,000 or 1,200 games or something. Cards Against Humanity. Oh, okay, it doesn't yeah. say that they're, when they're, they're, where the new location is. It just shows a bunch of shit. It won't show on their website either, so. Just we'll have to wait and see. Just go to news? Just type in across the board and go to news, yeah. Um, type, yeah, backspace new location, yeah. Stop. There we go. You're fucking with me. <laughs> Winnipeg. Put Winnipeg in there. Now I'm determined to find this because I could have swore I saw their... If I'm delivering fake news, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're delivering fake news. Oh, no. That's just promoting. Thank you, fuck, bro. Yeah, I think I'm stupid. Fine. I'm going to look this up myself now. Cannon, say something to him quickly because I'm, um, I'm determined to find this. <laughs> uh, so, like, when did you start rapping? Like, what started you with rapping? Bro, okay, so I'll give you guys the whole breakdown right now. This is very exclusive, you know what I'm saying? All right. <laughs> okay, so breakdown. This is like story time. Okay, first things first. Free my boy, uh, free my boy, Beezy. Free my boy, Nick Bellright. Okay, so 
when I was 12 or 13, I was at the skate park. There's a skate park that just got built right by my crib. It wasn't done yet, but I was still going there like every day because I was a little skater kid. And <clears throat> so I would always have in my headphones and I'd always be rapping out loud. So people would kind of be looking at me weird. Like, why is this fucking little kid rapping? Yeah. So I remember rapping Donald Trump, like word for word. Great song. And this dude, Nick, like my homie Beezy, he heard me and he's all like, yo, do you rap? And I was like, nah. And then he's like, well, you should. And I was all like, I. And then he's all like, I rap. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, let me hear something. So he spat me something. And then he just, like, heard me rapping Mac Miller. And he thought it was me. And I was like, no, that's not me. And then he's all like, yo, go home and rap. Like, go home and write something. So then I fucking dipped the skate park, went home, started writing something. It was trash as fuck. But then I that's just where it kept going, bro. Yeah. And, like, I just stayed in touch with Nick, my homie Beezy. And, yeah, he just... He just helped me fucking do my shit, bro. Like, he just inspired me, and he taught me, like, he just, yeah, bro. He just was like, do it. Like, I don't even know. I didn't, That was, like, my first time meeting him. Like, I didn't even know him. He was just, like, first conversation we ever had. He's like, yo, you should rap. And I was all like, bet. And then I just started. And then ever since then, bro, I've just been writing and recording and, like, yeah. So I've been doing it for a minute. I started when I was, like, 12, 13, and then... Uh, one of my homies passed away and I performed at his, uh, they, they had like a memorial show to raise money. Yeah. So it was like me and a few of my homies that performed to raise some money and, uh, rest in peace, uh, Brett Cadia fucking, he saw me at the show and he's like, yo, you're dope. And I was all like, he was just like, yo, you're dope. I'm gonna get you in the studio. And then he got me in the studio when Blacklist was running. And, like, that was actually... I met Peter Tackers there, actually. Um, oh, yeah. I was, like, 16, 17, and, like, he was just bringing me to the studio for free. Fucking... He was just helping me out. I remember when Young Kid first got let out that he brought me to Young Kid's crib, and I was just recording the track there. And he just helped me get in the studio, bro. And, and Brett was, like, a big impact on me. And he, like, signed me to his record label, and, like, things just didn't work out between us. And then... Yeah. And then after that... There's kind of, like, a lot of shit that plays into it, bro. Because it's kind of, like, I've been on and off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I've always been writing. I wasn't always recording. I was, like, kind of recording when I could get into a studio. Yeah, but yeah. But then when I was 19, I just saved up all my money and fucking bought, like, a, a house studio. And then bought my own setup. And then I've just been recording myself ever since. And then, yeah, bro. I linked up with Brett. Or, not Brett. Uh... Derek Benjamin, and now he mixes and masters all my stuff. I was trying to mix and master all my stuff before, but it wasn't sounding how I wanted it to. So then, yeah, did that. I've been working with um, my two homies, Ryan Mendoza and Ryan Lewis, for like okay. two, three years now. That's good, yeah. Yeah, I went to I went to high school with them. I went to Garden City with them, and yeah, then yeah. they started making beats, like, I guess after high school, and then they, they just DM me, and then we just been working ever since, bro, and it's just tight family, and... Yeah, so I've just been stacking up music since, like, I was 19, and, like, that's everything that everybody's gonna hear now. Like, the song that I dropped, Powder, that's, like, two years old. Yeah. Um, yeah, bro. Like, I remember, like, listening to, like, what's it, like, that song on SoundCloud, like, Phone. I, my Phone. My Phone, yeah, that shit, sla- that's, like, literally, like, the second, like, thing on my SoundCloud. Yeah, hey, I appreciate lights, bro. that, bro. Like, I appreciate I that. still bump that. I'll still, like, scroll down. I'm like, nah, I'm gonna play this right that, now. Man, man. I actually makes and mastered that one. Oh, really? All, all my songs on, uh... All my songs except for Powder that are out on uh, 
YouTube and SoundCloud, I'm mixing master. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I stole the beats from YouTube and recorded myself. Mixing Fuck it. it. Yeah, <laughs> Nobody knows. It's a little fuck around, but yeah, bro. I I've been doing my thing since I was like. A youngin, bro, like for real, for real. See, that's what it takes, though. Like, yeah. you gotta start young. You gotta find your passion young, for real. right? Like, so, yeah, bro. I remember like thinking that I was the only Winnipeg rapper putting shit out, and then like I started finding other. Like, I remember when I first found Beyonce on Twitter. Like, yeah, yeah. He dropped like his first video when he still went by Oz Jackson. I remember that. I yeah, was, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yo, like, there's another rapper in the city. I was like so surprised, bro, because I, all I remember was like young kid in Winnipeg's most and then like oh yeah Winnipeg's, that, yeah, I remember there that. was yeah, like yeah. nobody else I thought I was the only one but it's crazy bro because now there's like like probably a thousand rappers in this yeah bro like probably like 10 every day like starting exactly. right like it's crazy but shout out everybody working too yo because there's a lot of dope people man honestly everyone everyone's yeah. gonna get their bag in the next exactly, in the next bro. like in the next five years I feel like Winnipeg rap scene is gonna be like gonna go. next tier I think we're actually we're gonna, gonna go. like hop a level and we're gonna be like Somewhere competing we're gonna be with solidified, the, yo. We're gonna I be, think so. We're gonna be stamped, yeah. I mean, like lavish just signed like a deal with Universal. Yeah, bro, and, like that's a, big. That that's is big. huge. That is like a huge record. Like I think, yeah, I don't know any like other Winnipeg artists who have done some shit like. Aside that, from like, that like Takis, who works. Yeah, yeah he he does Universal, um, and that's literally that's literally the only people from Winnipeg I can think who have like a, a record deal at all. Like, yeah, it's insane, bro. It's hard to get. It's hard to get there. But in Olivia Lunny, but she does like pop music oh, I don't know she was like on that uh like the canadian version of the voice oh, okay I and got she you. she I ended up winning anything, but yeah she was on the <laughs> sorry quick update. couldn't find shit but maybe it was just a dream i had uh just going way too hard about winnipeg's development but yeah she was on uh, uh winnipeg's winnipeg canada's version of the voice i okay. came in and fucked the entire you know, it's crazy yeah, yo, when i was like 12 or 13 i auditioned for uh canada's got talent oh really yeah. i didn't make that shit though <laughs> but i did i did a little <laughs> rapping and it was dope yeah. yeah yeah olivia lunny got a poster of herself for her song i got you i think in okay. toronto oh damn yeah it was fucking that's nuts. dope yeah yeah that's dope. Like, she was like playing winnipeg? yeah she's from winnipeg, winnipeg yeah, and she had like radio plays from all over canada city, i think that's dope she went to yeah, yeah. Shout out to her. Yeah, she's, <laughs> I mean, like, different type of music, but she's killing yeah, it. Bro. Like, no, I respect anybody that's just out there working and doing what they love and, like, creating, because, like, that's all I want to do. Like, I'm a hustler, so it's like, I know that music isn't going to be the only thing that yeah. I dibble and dabble in. You got to, like, you know I mean? work on your shit right now, and then, like, when you get to that level, you can be like, all right, like, now, exactly. now, now I make money, right? Like, yeah. you do what you're doing, but then you make money. Exactly. That's what you got to do. And then investments, yo, you just got to invest, make new shit. Like, I feel like... I'm not going to spoil it because I don't want people to steal my ideas, but it's like, you got to be different, bro. You can't just fucking put out a song now. You got to, you got to have a package with it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like you got to, you got to bring, got to add value. Exactly. Everything, everything, you if you, value. everything you like put out from like 2018 to now, it's like, if it doesn't add value to someone's life, they don't give a shit. They don't give a fuck. Uh, I, I, like, even if it's just like as simple as like a fucking dope ass beat yep. or like some nice ass lyrics, if it doesn't add value to their life, they don't give a fuck. Exactly. And that's exactly, like that's with us, like this, that's what we're bringing in. It's like, no, nah, we like need to add value to someone's life because nobody's going to listen to us if it's just like blabbering on. Yeah, exactly. a bunch of bullshit, right? Exactly. <coughs> a lot of people don't understand. It was called understand. The Launch, by the way. Huh? Sorry. It was called The Launch. The Launch, right, 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 right. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I don't bro. know. Winnipeg's a small ass city, and it it's, is. it's it's kind of crazy. It is, it's, bro. Everybody knows each other, yo. It's, it's it's small as fuck. I know, like, there's like I run into people like in the middle of nowhere. I'm like, yo, like I fucking met you before. Like, yeah. and, like I know you. Talk, <laughs> I know. It's, talk. Like you see everyone, every everyone anywhere. It's like yeah. it's like no matter where you go, you're gonna exactly. run into someone. You're gonna run so. into somebody. Yeah, for real. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> there are a lot of people killing it, and we just hope that the city keeps building momentum, Most and a lot of people yeah. like keep acting on their passions and wherever it takes them, wear it with pride. 
Yeah, exactly, bro. Yeah, be proud of your work. Be See, like, the, the, I think that's our end goal, just like to push the push the push the needle a little bit, help everyone, like, just push the needle. Exactly. Like, that's what we. Well, I'm not. Everybody I'm not, needs help, bro. Even if they don't yeah. ask, everybody needs help. Yeah, mm-hmm. where people like, got too much pride and they don't want to ask for yeah, help. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So, I don't know, man. Yeah. Yeah. See what happens this year. It's still fresh years. Exactly. Fresh decade, no, fresh year, bro. Third day, what is it? Every year is going to what be our it? year. Every year is going yeah, to January be our year. Yeah, January 3rd. January 3rd, yeah, yo. It's a good it's start. It's only my third day out here. I don't know. Yeah, I, <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> I hate that, that meme. <laughs> I hate that meme. That's that is hilarious. so overused, bro. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think it's good to adopt the mindset that every year from now on is going to be my year. Most like 2019, every fucking like day this year is going to be my fucking day, man. time exactly. was the greatest year of my life. 2019 at the time was the greatest year of my life. 2020 is going to kick both of those years in the ass. Yup. Most definitely. Then 2021 is going to fucking blow it out of the wall. Yeah, I'm ready to turn up all year, bro. I'm going fucking crazy this year. No more uh, no more staying in the house Just, and fucking cooking up. I'm fucking outside and I'm attacking. So See, like ready. you have, you said 30 songs to release and you yeah, said like bro. that's literally for the next... However many fucking months you can release. Yeah, bro, I'm, I'm I'm planning on dropping like a video or two videos every month. So see, that's that, that's working. Like, I like that. Like I like or something like that. Awesome. Yeah, uh, bro. It's great to hear. Yeah, bro. Ken, what are we doing for time? One thirty on the nose. Okay, this seems a good place to wrap it up then. Most definitely. How you do, how you doing, man? Thanks for doing this. I really I appreciate, appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate you guys for having me. It's uh, course, it's bro. been long overdue, but you know now I got Absolutely. some workouts. So, Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's perfect timing. Yeah, this is a this is a great episode. I really appreciate you coming yeah. on. Is there anything you'd like to say or plug? Anything you got coming up? Yo, before? shout out, shout out, Double Cup Collections. Shout out all my hustlers. Shout out, uh, shout out everybody working hard, man. I fucking I love to see people working hard. I love to see success. I love. Uh, oh fuck, man! I almost forgot to shout out my producers, yo. Shout out motherfucking Ryan Mendoza and Ryan Lewis, yo. They going crazy right now. Fucking my boy, my boy Ry Lewis. Uh, he actually just produced a song for the dude that they started blaming when they thought he killed X. You know that dude, like X X X ten times. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So there's some dude that they were saying killed him. His name's Kid Soldier, and my yeah. homie just produced for him. Oh and really? It's crazy, bro. My homie's going up. Yeah, he's. It's crazy, bro. I did his beat tag, so like I'm, I'm even hyped on it because it's like it's my voice when his beat plays. You know? Oh really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. So shout out my boy Ry Lewis. Shout out G1. Uh, fuck, I know. Oh, shout out White Gold. Fucking, I'm trying to think. I think that's about it, man. Shout out to everybody that's working hard, man. I see y'all. Keep going. And All shout right. out y'all, bro. Shout thank out y'all, you, man. Thank shout you. out thank fucking Winnipeg's Finest Podcast, man. Thank they you very much. Shit. Thank you very much. Thank shout you, out to you as well. Shout hey. out to Max. Yeah, hey, you working well. it? I see you. Yeah, I, I've, I've been seeing you. I've been watching. I see you. Don't I worry. Appreciate, appreciate you coming on. This is a great time, man. Most definitely. Thank you. Okay, this is us signing off on Winnipeg's Finest. Have a great week. Have a wonderful 2020. You too, man. Peace. It's the motherfucking River City legend, huh? Yeah.